my family sends money to the Philippines for them. And so when we were going out and we're buying food, there's like 12 of us. And I was like, I got it. Like I could do this. And then I look at the bill and I was like, oh my God, this is only like $25 USD. And I'm like, let me do it again. Like I just have this money. I've made this money in America. Like I want to do this for my cousins. Like they even were talking about, they took me to this hollow hollow place. Do you know what that is? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, And Mm -hmm. they were like, my, my cousin was like, oh yeah, I would go here after finals. And he does. I don't know if he has it often or not, but I was like, this is so like inexpensive. Like, let's just buy whatever. Let's, and I just didn't want to <laughs> seem like I was showing off. Yeah, like braggadocious. I don't yeah, so. I don't get to do this for anyone yeah. here because usually my family treats me and I'm like, okay, I'll get it. Yeah. But out there, I was like, dude, this is kind of cool. I get to treat my family. Yeah. Hey guys, welcome back to Guys That Listen. I'm Peter and we got a special co-host, Ariel. I'm Ariel. And I'm Sammy. And we're the, the girls, girls That Listen. So Peter, how you been? Been good. How about you guys? Good. What's the tea, sis? Yeah, what's new? We want to know. So, there's no tea with me. I'm up to the same thing. My tea's built every week when this episode comes out. You just got to check his story. That's all you got to yeah, do. Gotta and then it's story. on there. <laughs> yeah, I'm his story book. or the close friends? His story. No. Damn. I'm not on the close friends. I wouldn't know. Don't worry, no one is. I guess we're not close friends. I don't even have a close friends list. Don't even lie like that. Every I swear to God. I don't have a close friends list. No, Lies. Don't. You know what's crazy is that my, I'm like notorious for my phone doing things on its own, like in my pocket. Mm-hmm. And it started adding a bunch of random ass people to my close friends list one time. Wait, it does that for you? Well, it's just uh, my phone's like very sensitive. Like when I touch my pockets oh. and my phone's in it, it mm. it'll go into random things, right? And one time it went and added a bunch of close friends. Hmm. Yeah. And I, like I've gotten in trouble for like the most trivial shit because my phone has like a mind of its own right i've had like screenshots of things that like it looks very suspicious like i screenshot like someone's activity yeah it's like it's like i i definitely did not do this on purpose like i screenshot some girl's like profile and then (laughs) someone was like who the fuck is this this is not adding up Okay, everything just seems sus activity. It's really sus. I I swear. Apple's out to get me. Okay, I don't know why. I thought you were going to (laughs) say... I thought you were going to say that you had a picture of, like up someone's skirt and I was like whoa no no I can't do that in my pocket that'd be weird so my man. pocket has like a hole in it you promise you don't have a close friend promise I don't mm. think so how Agent. do you check I don't even know how to check my close friends there's a theme because not everyone gets all the content the theme is we keep it for the girls the gays and the theys yes oh. I have no no boys allowed no boys allowed in the close friends zero zero except for the gays yeah except for the gays okay. and the theys you're allowed. Gotcha. Yeah, but no straight boys allowed. They don't oh, need to know wow. what's going on. This is just we have these girly conversations there. And not even the close guy friends get to be on it. I actually almost did open it up to two guys who I'm really close to. But I was like, I don't know about that one yet. Let's reevaluate this. Hmm, How does that work, though? So you're having conversations with all these people because it's like they view your story and then they have one-on-one conversations with you. Hmm, wait, let's ask this. How many people do you think I have on my close friends? Or how many people do you think you should have on your close friends? How many people do you, do I think? Zero. <laughs> oh, whoa, I, whoa, whoa. I just feel like, I don't know. Like I'm, like Ariel was saying, you check my stories. I'm very transparent with everything. So there's nothing that I yeah. post that I'm like, oh, I should hide this. You know what I mean? Like, I don't really care. Like you can be my boss and see what I'm doing. It doesn't really matter to me. Oh. Yeah. So I have zero because I have nothing to hide. Peter wow. won't hide shit. No. He's like, he's very open. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what I'm hiding. I think my close friends is really just to ask for like the advice. But I have been criticized for how many people I have on my close friends. I think I might have more than you. Let's say at the same time. Three, two, 
one. About 50. <gasps> Whoa! Good. That's a lot of close friends, Ariel. Holy. 150 is that, Okay, wait. One. Ariel, that's a lot of close friends. 130. Do you want to switch back? Or are you okay oh, yeah, there? We switch back yeah, now. we'll switch back now. Okay, but Ariel, now. that's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> I only keep people who are like engaged, like in my stuff. Oh, like in my regular stuff, because once I started growing on social, mm -hmm. I think last year when I was here, I think I only had 10K followers or like mm -hmm. 11K. It was so small, small, but it was really only. big to me, but like compared to obviously all the other influencers mm -hmm. in the world. And now I have about 43,000. And so I got to keep a close friends, close friends. I like, thought it was 53. Girl, that's a uh, TikTok. There wow. was, I don't know if you guys have seen my video that went viral and it's still Which one? gaining in views. Guess how many millions I have on one video? 23. Okay. Wait, is it the Justin Bieber one? Yes. That one's so funny. How many millions do you think I hit? 45 mil. It's still lower, but 31 million right before we started this show. It's a good video. Damn. Hit to the B-roll, please. Haley, this one. My nephew. I'm it's so exploiting him. I'm just kidding. I've had that conversation with my sister, and she's okay with me posting my nephew. Yeah, a lot of people but are congratulating not? me. And I was He's like, so honestly, cute. it's really my nephew. He's a star. How do you make a star with two fingers, Peter? What? what? How do you make a star with two fingers? Two fingers? You're Filipino. You should know this. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I've never heard that oh. one. Is that only a Filipino thing? Like, I do you get it? Well, I know I get it now that I see it. That's a good one. I'm gonna use that actually in public. I'm surprised you don't know that because you were like yeah. the pickup line person. No, yeah, honestly, yeah. I feel like it's still maybe I could make it into a pickup line. Have you been doing pickup line content lately? No. So actually, it's really hard to make pickup like cheesy pickup lines consistent. Like I remember when I launched it like two years ago, I only did it for Valentine's Day, mm -hmm. and then last year I tried to do it for like once a week. But you kind of run out of cheesy yeah, pickup lines. And then my Valentine's Day series, I didn't want it to get dry. Mm. So this year, I'll give exclusive of what I'm putting out. It's definitely going to be cheesy pickup lines. But we're also going to put like Delulu type content up. Love it. Being Delulu is the Salulu. So other than, you know, your growth from last year. And, yes. And your social media close friends list. What's new? Been good. I'm trying to figure out like what are some milestones I hit. Like, have you seen all those people who made those videos like the rap of their year? Uh, yeah, there's. And they a lot made of like presentations of it. Yeah. I was trying to figure out like what I did last year, and I feel like it was just so crazy. I feel like I did so much. Like at the beginning of last year, I think I went to like two bachelorettes. I think last year I went to three weddings, and I was. One, a uh, maid of honor at one, oh, and it was my really close friend from college. And another, or actually two of them, but uh, I was maid of honor for one, and then my other college friend got married to her high school sweetheart. And then another friend, me and a friend joked about crashing his wedding, and we kept it in our calendar, just open the entire time. <laughs> and he actually, later on, there were people who actually weren't able to make it, and we were just going to like, be in Sedona at this time. And that's not like a casual trip. Like you just can't just show up to Sedona at this wedding. But then we were like, 
why don't we just make a trip out of it just in case? And then he invited us to his wedding. And so I you can't crash it. I, we kept saying we were crashing it. I tried to make this vlog idea like we were sneaking into his wedding. The idea was that we'd wear like suits with like bow ties and act like servers. That's cute. Yeah, but we, we actually just showed up as normal guests. But mm. it was really fun. And I think I liked that wedding because they were giving out merch as their, um, as their party favor. Like what kind of merch? Like... Amer- um, I mean, LA Apparel, like customized. It said Alex and JC's wedding. Cute. It was so freaking cute. Wow. Yeah, I gotta send wow, you guys wow. a photo of it. Wow. That was really good merch. Like, even from a concert, I feel like that was like the best merch I've ever gotten. What else did you do? I know you talked about weddings, some bachelor parties. You went to the Philippines. I did go to the Philippines. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay, so that was my. Mexico counts as international, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. so my second international so, trip yeah. of the year. Uh, my first one was in Mexico for my friend's bachelorette, but the second one was the Philippines. So not to make this sad, but my grandpa um, had a heart attack recently. And so we basically went to the Philippines to just check in on him, take care of him. He got a pacemaker and everything. But for the viewers, I'm really close with my grandparents. They basically raised me. My mom was a single mom. And she had to go to school and also work at the same time. And so my grandparents and my grandparents and I were really close. Like we'd go to McDonald's together. They'd take us to school. Shout out to the Eagle Rock Donut Shop, Colorado Donuts. Oh, we'd so always, they lived here. Yeah. Well, okay. Cute. They lived here. We all lived in like one apartment. There were like five of us in like a two bedroom apartment. Then they moved back. Yeah. And then oh. so they once we moved to Duarte. Like, that's where we were living with my grandparents. And then they go to the Philippines for, like, a year, and then they come back. But this time in the Philippines, since it was, like, hanging out with my family, it was kind of nice living like a local. Like, that's yeah. a new concept I want to do while traveling. Like, you don't want to do all the touristy things anymore. You kind of just want to see what everyone yeah. does on mm-hmm. the daily. And it's kind of a new experience that I like. Like, me and Peggy and, like, all our friends, we go to Hawaii all the time. But I think our latest trip, we kind of just, like, live like locals. And it was great just to, like see what was going on like down the street like what are we gonna do today versus like itinerary one two three four yeah Yeah. and so yeah there was a lot to do like in the philippines and i just felt like it's weird saying that it felt like home Mm. even though i grew up here so yeah Mm. i loved it a lot though was that your first time second time and the first time i did all the touristy things like island hopping um visiting all my family for the first time like i have a ton of cousins and relatives out there um and what else did i do I think, oh, I went to my aunt's, like, car wash karaoke. Oh, what? It's a concept. It's a concept. Wait, explain it. Car wash karaoke. While you get your car wash, Uh you can sing a little Paper Roses on this side. Get your feelings out. It's a cool concept, I swear. You go there. Only in the Philippines. Yeah, only in the Philippines. I don't know the name of her. (laughs) Car wash karaoke. But if you're in Davao, in the Philippines, go to her car wash. Tita Bing. I want to go. We out there for you. So how does that work? You literally, all I know, I actually, I don't have a car, but you just they wa- while you they wash your car. There's like a room downstairs, and you just can plug Dude, in a I song, sing a few, and then just like get back in your car and go. Oh, I love that. Instead of carpool karaoke, it's that car wash. Would be a Filipino thing. Yeah. That's so funny. I went to Japan and I saw a karaoke place. Of course, there was a Filipino, a Filipino flag like right underneath. Of I was course. like, of course, this place is Filipino owned. Oh, it was in owned? Japan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, is it just like an Asian thing to like singing and like having karaoke at parties? Is that a thing? I think so. I think so. so. I think so. Yeah. Because obviously Filipinos are the most notorious for it. Mm-hmm. But every Asian country that I go to, they all do it. Especially the ones that are more poor. Mm. Like we do it 
using barely anything you know like when i went out to the countryside of vietnam my uncle's like oh you want a karaoke and they brought like a <laughs> tiny speaker and they plugged in their iphone Cute. and they looked up the youtube video with the lyrics you know what i mean like yeah yeah it's very That's makeshift it. i know my friend also is viet she also went um back home and they were just like singing out like it kind of looks like the philippines actually mm. and it's just so enjoyable to do it with anyone but i like um that the filipino like the the brand of the karaoke machine is called the Magic Mike. <laughs> and I feel like it's so magical. And that thing is like $300. Like oh, my shit. sister asked me to bring one home for her, but I didn't have enough room in my luggage. It's 300 she, US? US dollars. Wait, in the Philippines? That's I thought what? that was here. No. It's like a month's it's rent. It's also right? in the Philippines. I, went, I didn't know that. Yeah, but I didn't have any room in my luggage. I brought a lot of like basalubong, um, like snacks and stuff. Mm. Yeah. Have you heard of that? The Magic? No. The Magic never. Mike, right? Magic yeah, Sing? Magic Mike. Magic Seeing? Am I just thinking like Magic Mike, like Channing Tatum? Sorry, you said that you went back home, well, I mean, to the Philippines Mm -hmm. because your grandpa? Mm -hmm. So he... He's living out there now, or...? Yeah, so my grandparents are living out there, and it's funny to, like, think about how they used to travel internationally every other year, Mm -hmm. and just me traveling internationally just with my aunt was such a struggle, and I can imagine just, like, the elderly doing this. Yeah. And also, funny story, I posted a vlog about me going to um, the Philippines and I didn't tag Philippine Airlines. So the thing, all I said on my vlog was um, I got on the plane and my machine wasn't working. And I was like, it doesn't matter anyway because I slept 13 hours straight. I remember that. Philippine Airlines reached out to me on TikTok. No way. And I felt bad. I felt bad. Like a full six comment thing or eight comment (laughs) thing. Was like, we apologize for the inconvenience. (laughs) Like, we're sorry this happened to you. And I was like, oh shit, my bad. You didn't even tag them. I know, I didn't even tag them. But like people in the comments, someone was like, uh, they were like, we hate Philippine Airlines. Like, they're always delayed. And I was like, <laughs> I didn't like, mean any of that. I was like, really? And then I was like, oh shit, I feel so bad. And I just didn't know how to respond at that time. And later on, I went into my DMs and then they offered me like Mabuhay Miles. And I was like, The what? <laughs> you know, like miles, airline, miles. airline Miles. They call it Mabuhay Miles. Uh-huh. But I was like, yeah. here's my ID. You can transfer it over. So, That's I, so Philippine Airlines. I'm sorry about that. I didn't mean to call you guys out. So did they give you miles? Yeah, they gave yeah. you miles. How many? Okay. Um, just 5,000. Is that a lot? Actually, for international know. miles? I wouldn't know. I mean, if you're just flying in between All the Philippines, that's a lot of trips. <laughs> well, you would know. <laughs> huh? 5,000 miles, you would know. 5,000 miles is not that much in the States. In the uh. States, it's like... <laughs> Two and a half trips, like back and forth, or something like that. Oh, yeah. Two and a half trips to where? Like where? Trips. where? From here. Like to coast where? to coast, you know? Oh my yeah. god! It's not that much. Whatever, yeah. I'll still take it. It was free. <laughs> it was free, and thank you, Philippine Airlines, sponsor me. Yeah. yeah. When I was in the Philippines, though, like it's weird not speaking the Galog. It mm-hmm. makes me really want to like learn my own language. But it's nice that everyone speaks English. Yeah. But there are a lot of things that I learned out in the Philippines that feel out of place for me, but very normal to like Filipino Americans and Filipinos. Like what? Like I have a whole list. I basically was going to make this video of just like the double meanings of things. Hmm. And like, for example, do you know what mahal means? No. Mahal means love, Hmm. but it can also mean expensive. And it can really mean love is expensive. Like mahal kita means I love you. Or like if we're shopping and I go, oh my God, that's mahal. 
That means that's expensive. expensive. Mm. So context matters. Yeah. yeah. Context does matter. Like I was, okay, so I got a massage in the Philippines and it was bomb. Like it was so good. But How much I, was it? 20. No, it was oh. kind of expensive. Oh, shit. Oh, really? Because I was at the Shangri-La Hotel. Oh, excuse me. I was literally, I was out there and I was like, what are we doing here? Sometimes I just feel so out of place, but you kind of got to feel like that character. Like I was out by the pool by myself and then all like the the servers were like asking me if I was mm-hmm. okay. And I just, someone was like, oh my God, I thought you were a model from America. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God. I was just trying to act like I was really. Do they know you're American when you go there? Though? Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, they're they definitely. They definitely Have you been heard to the Philippines? Yeah. When did you go? 2017, 2016. Okay, it hasn't been that long. Yeah, I went twice. So I got a question no, for both of you guys. Mm-hmm. You know we're American, right? Mm-hmm. So our dollar goes a long way. You go to the Philippines, you know, it's a little bit poorer there. Do you guys feel bad spending like? A oh, super yeah. amount there when your family is like, oh crap, that might have yes. fed me for the whole month, you know? Oh my god, yes. Sometimes when you like, you're from the Philippines, I guess, and then you make it in America and then you come back, you kind of act all like, yeah, I got it. Like, yeah, mm. I got it. But like, it's kind of annoying. And I was a little afraid that I was like that. Yeah. And I didn't mean to do that in any way. It's just that I didn't understand how poor people are in the Philippines, especially mm-hmm. my family. My family's actually pretty well off, mm. but some of my cousins who are actually going to medical school, obviously, like, it's, the culture is different. Like, when you're in the Philippines and you're studying, you study and that's it. You work and that's it. Like, there's no, like, I have a part-time job, I'm making money. Mm. Like, my family sends money to the Philippines for them. And so when we were going out and we're buying food, there's, like, 12 of us, and I was like, I got it. Like, I could do this. And then I look at the bill and I was like, oh my God, this is only like $25 USD. And I'm like, let me do it again. Like, I just have this money. I've made this money in America. Like, I want to do this for my cousins. Like, they even were talking about, they took me to this hollow hollow place. Do you know what that is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah and mm-hmm. they were like, my, my cousin was like, oh yeah, I would go here after finals. And he does, I don't know if he has it often or not, but I was like, this is so like inexpensive. Like, let's just buy whatever. Let's, and I just didn't want to <laughs> seem like I was showing off. Yeah, like braggadocious. I don't, yeah, so. I don't get to do this for anyone yeah. here because usually my family treats me and I'm like, okay, I'll get it. Yeah. But out there, I was like, dude, this is kind of cool. I get to treat my family. Yeah. So. I don't think they would think of you like that. Plus, there's like a lot of other families that say, yeah. like, I've heard this a lot. But they say that when you go back from America, I've heard it from other people. I haven't experienced it. They'll say like their family expects them to pay for them because you're coming from America. Mm. They know how much the dollar is worth. So then they expect you to pay for like their outings. Whoa. See, this is now, I feel like I live in some alternate universe of like the Philippine culture because I feel like you guys have lived a certain life. Yeah. Like the bug bug thing in the car we were talking oh, about. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know any of that. In the, the car. Let me, so let me tell you. When you go to Wait, a funeral. Well, I, I want to kind of ask yeah, him, go when ahead, you go, go to a funeral, do you do anything to, to like, let the spirits leave you. What do I do after funeral? Yeah, like, I usually drink. Oh, yeah. Usually that. that's kind of like, you know, it's like, oh, a celebration yeah. of life. Yeah. Like, <laughs> where the we're like, oh, but where? Where do you drink? No, we, we go out usually. Okay, okay. So that's good. You're yeah, good. Then. I try to avoid like the depressing places. I think we went to Applebee's once and it was sad. <laughs> Is that? It was, it was 
was pretty sad. Crying in Applebee's. Yeah, yeah. Imagine <laughs> yeah. going to Applebee's Shout out to after their funeral. Pasta, you I show like up, it. it's all dark. You're in all black. But, oh, it's depressing. But it's like one dollar margaritas. Mm-hmm. I know. That's Four what I'm saying. Pasta. Though. That's true. Applebee's is a shit. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. No, I I, I loved it. I had a great time. <laughs> So wait, so what's what's okay? So here's the thing. Oh, you could explain because I feel like it makes more sense if you do it. Okay, so when you go to a funeral, it's tradition that after the funeral you go somewhere to drop off the spirits before Mm. you go home. Because if you go from the funeral straight to home, then you bring the ghosts with you. Oh, is that Filipino? See, that's what I'm saying. You guys live like a different Filipino Mm. life. Like we're in alternate universes right now. Do you feel like Ariel's more traditional Filipino? Like as close to? I feel like, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And you speak Tagalog and you be trying to speak to me in Tagalog after I'm whispering to you like, what are you saying? Because Ariel's trying to talk to him shit I tried to me. Me. Yeah, like in Tagalog over at Disney. And I'm like, what are you saying? What are you saying? Most of the time and then Peggy has to translate. Yeah. But she's like, hold on, I'm listening. And then she's <laughs> laughing. And then Peggy has to translate in English. And then I'm laughing last. And then it's not funny anymore. <laughs> it was kind of funny in the Philippines. Any chance I got to use Tagalog, I would. But mm. it would just be easy stuff. Like calling, calling people like ate or kuya is mm. very normal. So any chance I got, I was like, Ate, can I have help with this? I'm like, okay. <laughs> or I'm like, salamat po. Like, I was so cool. Wow, manners. Well, because one time I said salama, and then my cousin was like, you can add the po to be respectful. And then everywhere um. I went, I was like, salamat po, salamat po. Mm. And then, well, I'll teach you too. Yeah, and then everywhere I went, um, I had my little cousins. Do you know what mano po is? Where you mm. like, it's like a respect thing. So basically you grab the hand of someone elder or it was elderly, I guess. Usually your grandma or grandpa. And then you bring your hand, their hand to your forehead is a sign of respect. Mm. And it's called manopo. And I was like, somebody do it to me. Somebody do it to me. Yeah. So like all the kids, I would just I would just put out my hand. And it's just a sign of respect. But also I would do it at everybody's house, which was kind of cool. Ariel, when you went to the Philippines, did you feel out of place? Because it sounds like, I want to hear how different oh, your yeah, experience my I was culture shocked for like three days. I couldn't yeah. enjoy my trip for the first three days. What? I felt so fucking mm-hmm. guilty. At first I was like, oh my yeah. God, I'm here in the Philippines. Day two, I was like, oh my God, this is how they live. I was feeling really yeah. shitty. I told some of my Mexican friends that and they were like, oh, you've probably never been to like Mexico. I'm used to seeing that when I go back and forth to Mexico. But that was my first time going and like actually seeing like mm. kids on the street and like stray dogs walking around like that. I and know. I just wanted to adopt all the dogs. And I would, I don't know, like I just felt really privileged. I felt really mm-hmm. blessed to have been born here, been raised here. Facts. And I'm like, I just felt really, really guilty. Mm-hmm. I tipped someone like 50 bucks. And he came back and he ran to me and he was like, he was like, mom, 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 you gave me the wrong. And I was like, no, literally, that's for you. I just spent three Aww. days being really fucking sad. Take it. This guy, that's he huge. was not making money. He wouldn't make that $50 in more than two weeks. So I felt ah, really guilty. And this was his job was to canoe you upstream, up oh. the river, through the rocks. I'm going to demonstrate this shit. In a canoe. <laughs> and then you got rocks on the side, right? And he's literally kicking up oh the, up the That's stream. a manual labor. No, like literally like he's full on jerseys. And I was like, oh, okay, sir. How often do you like work? And he was like, well, we have so many of us. There's like, we all have scheduled times to come back. Sometimes we don't even get a call back. So there's probably like 20 guys and there's only one river. Mm. I mean, there's multiple trips throughout that day, maybe like top 10 because at max 10, I mean, mm-hmm. but then not everyone can have that job. Mm. So he only goes once a week. And so he That's wouldn't crazy. have made that 50 in like, 
three weeks, four weeks, and I just felt I just wanted to tip him. I just yeah. like take it all. That's I like life that. changing. What's popular in the Philippines? What shows? Are popular? Shows are like celebrities because I feel like oh, they're celebrities. very in tune with things that go on in America. They are. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I was asking all my cousins. I'm like. Who do you guys listen to? Like, who's your favorite artist? I think they're into K-pop right now. No. No? no way. I was At least my cousins. Just guess. It's so... Po- she's so... She is so popular. American? American. Who is it? Vice Ganda. Who? <laughs> he said what? Vice Ganda. Who's that? Let me show you. So that's like the celebrity that's popular right no. now? No. The oh. person who's popular yeah, is SZA, okay. Taylor Swift, and The Weeknd. Oh, wow. Yeah. But is- SZA was the number one because I would bring up like, oh, really? do you guys like, I was like, do you guys like K-pop? And they're like, uh, we kind of phase out of it. And I'm like, whoa. Whoa. I was like, last time I was here, like two years ago, y'all like BTS. Well, BTS was like the biggest K-pop group at the time. And my other cousin is still kind of into it. But everyone is really into just like R&B and pop. But specifically Taylor Swift because she doesn't come to the Philippines. Mm. Um, but I thought she went to Manila. But I guess maybe not in the area that my family lives in. Wasn't there so. like something about she said she wasn't coming to Manila? <laughs> Gotta remove her from all the karaoke machines. Take her out. I'm not a Swifty. I'm just kidding. Uh, no yeah, problem. because Joe Coy, you're right. <laughs> Did you see that? Oh, Did you yeah. see that? I, what, what do you guys think about that? I didn't, wa- I didn't I, watch it, but I saw the things that like just a little clips. And I feel like I think it's just his style of joking, yeah. so maybe I'm used to it. I am used to but it. But when you're at something like that, especially with a lot of people who are not used to that type of joking, mm-hmm. who are also tired of that type of joking, mm-hmm. but it, like, I feel like he stayed true to himself and he was yep. very authentic to who he was and mm-hmm. who, he has as, who he is as a comedian. Mm-hmm. But... He was making people upset. And I was like, no, you are representing Filipinos right now. Honestly, that Taylor Swift thing that he said, if I was Taylor Swift, I would have thought it was funny. I feel like, should he just laughed a little? Maybe. But also, like, she knows that she's not going to be fake as fuck, like, on camera. But I don't know. Joe Coy, I feel like he could have just altered it a little bit. Yeah, that was a... That was a hard watch. Yeah, it's yeah. He did say he only had a week to a week. Yeah, to prepare. Yeah, that's yeah. Like create a whole days. to create a whole bit. That's crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think the that's... only thing I, because like he had an interview afterwards, mm-hmm. and I didn't like his like approach to the. Interview. Oh, I didn't watch that. How yeah, was he was it? just basically saying like, oh yeah, hosting is like really hard. I do stand up. I don't do hosting. Hosting is mm-hmm. like completely different, which is fine. And he was like, oh yeah, ten days. You know, and the writers then come up with the best material, and I was like. You really get blamed on the writers, though. You know what I mean? Like, at this point, it's like, yeah, 10 days, you're under pressure to do something really, really big. You got to, you know, go balls to walls, right? You yeah. know better than that. And yeah. also, like, you can't blame on your crew. Yeah. Like, take accountability. Especially think, representing POCs out here. Yeah. Like, you can't be doing that. Oh, my God, like, the I, comments. That's why I felt like he's representing us who are brown. And I'm just like, you could have done it, Jokoy. Like, I was actually really excited when I saw him. Like, I was watching a football game, and he was, they were like, tonight... Um, Joe Coy's hosting and I'm like really and so I, I just idea. sad to see all those clips come in mm. and that's what it yeah. was so wait is it okay to call us brown are we brown girl I'm caramel what you I don't know I never understood that I when I grew up when I was a kid I remember someone mentioned like black people mm-hmm. and then they're like yeah that guy's a black guy and I looked I was like <laughs> 
he's like brown. Like, I don't think he's black. Are you colorblind? Like, you know, I never understood it. Yeah, that And then, because I, I actually didn't hear that Asian people were yellow until probably like middle school. And I was like, yellow? I was like, I don't oh, yeah. think so. What I, a new term that I learned recently was my nephew is white and Filipino. Hmm. And they called him, what were you going to say? Oh, I'm going to say it. You say it. You say it. A banana. What? Oh. He's white on the inside, <laughs> yellow on the outside. I was going to say. What's that? Mestizo means half and half. Oh, oh I, mean, I know that. Yeah, other Jess taught me well, that one. I yeah. thought you were say Twinkie. <laughs> oh, Twinkie's a good one. Yeah, that's it's what It's basically they white say. on the inside, yellow on the outside. Yeah. Because like my nephew definitely yeah. looks Filipino, but yeah. he's uh, he, his skin is definitely lighter. Yeah, it's like same thing when you're white on the inside, black on the outside. You're a hostess. Whoa, I've yeah. never heard that one. Mm-hmm. It's just racist. Maybe, <laughs> maybe shouldn't talk about this. I don't think that's like racist per se. I mean, I. I don't know. I've noticed that when I was a kid, though. Like, the Asian kids that act more white. Mm-hmm. Because I was around a lot of people who skateboarded, and I was around, like, high schools that were predominantly white, and they would have, like, a couple of Asian people sprinkled in, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, crap. Like, you you act very different. Whitewashed. Yeah, whitewashed. Yeah. You know? That's what they call it, right? Did you guys yeah. ever... Well, when was the first time you guys ever experienced that? Being whitewashed? No, no. Like, like, <laughs> yeah, like you, being whitewashed? You met someone... <laughs> you, you're thinking exactly... I mean, you saw exactly what I was when thinking. When was I whitewashed? Like, you met someone, you're like, oh, wow. Your demeanor and, you know, the way you act is definitely more influenced by, like, white people. Oh, and, well, that's me. Actually, people think I act like that. Really? really? I'm very whitewashed, I feel. You think so? I feel like I call it being just American. Like, yeah, growing like up here. That, yeah. Well, I grew up in Long Beach, so... I mean, okay, so my sister grew up in Long Beach, too. Then she moved to San Diego. Then she came back, and I was listening to her talk, and I was like, hmm. Someone said that she talks very valley girl. Mm. Oh, my God. Okay, That's I a thing. That. That I used thing. to have a valley girl accent, and I didn't know really? it. Really? Yes. It's a thing. Can I went you do to, it right now? I don't know. I couldn't hear it when I was saying it, but apparently I was really, like, elongating. Maybe I'm doing it now. Yeah, maybe. I'm like, I was I elongating know. my word. I'm nervous now. I, I can't tell what I'm doing. Wait, no, someone told me that in my chat. Someone came to my chat and was like, oh, you talk very valley girl. I was like, mm. me? Yeah, because when you talk like a valley girl, you have to talk like this. And like, I don't know yeah. how to do it, but like, apparently I was doing it in my normal day. And I was like, oh really? my God, I've been in Northridge too long. I got to get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Because like when you grow up like that and you assimilate into that culture, you usually don't even know yeah. until someone points out but I'm kind of curious because oh you God, know that's... what's really controversial right now is hmm. like um, like black sense oh, you know yeah. that I saw like a video recently there was like this Asian chick she's like oh yeah I talk like this because I'm from Thailand but I grew up in Georgia I and saw like, that one yeah you know and she was cute yeah and it's like a big thing like she got blown up exposed watch this what yes I have an accent because I ain't from here I was born in Thailand and I grew up in Georgia for a decade. And then I fucking moved to Nebraska. Ain't she over there, by the way? How the hell y'all gonna tell me how I'm supposed you to You have some like? explaining to do. Come back. And if you don't know me, I go by Trey. And today, I will be getting my LASIK eye surgery. So I'm really excited. I've never seen that. They were yeah, mad. Yeah, yeah. They were, a lot of people are like, But nah. a lot of people are also like, you guys never heard of... And it was an actual term about like where you were raised and blah, blah, blah. But is it because like... It's like they're making fun of the culture. Or no, like, so she's saying. So the, yeah, maybe explain it a little more. To okay, so side. so she goes on and then she just creates her content and she talks in a way where you know people call it a black scent, right? Like, oh yeah, I'm from Georgia because you know whatever. And then people are like, why are you talking like that? You you know you're not 
black, right? Why'd like, you have a black scent? It was just and, a really thick Southern accent. Yeah, I but say. also people were like, "That was cute." You're, I understand that you grow up in like a certain environment that you could pick certain things like that, yeah. but they were saying like that's so strong it feels like forced yeah right and then what happened was she's like no that's how i grew up this Mm -hmm. is what i was influenced by and then people went in and dug through her history and she didn't have it like oh wait really years back yeah like she spoke without the accent yeah and then that's why it becomes an issue right because now Mm. you're just like code switching but how long has she lived there for because i feel like that that influences you too don't get me wrong i do believe that you're like where you're at, like is a huge influence. Right? I I used to have this thing. I don't know if I still do it, but if I hang out with someone a lot, my laugh starts to mimic their laugh. Oh yeah. Like an accent is different because I uh, I know too. I catch accent, myself too. And this person is also identifying as a different race than they are. I know they're, they're, they're identifying they as their own race. Yeah. Oh okay. I'm curious what you guys think. I mean, as far as like accents and stuff go, because I catch myself, I've caught myself through the years, you know, don't get me wrong. Like I've definitely talked in a certain way where I'm like, hmm, but also I don't mind like, because people would say like it's code switching. I don't think that's like a, I don't think that's really code switching. So there's switching. It's kind of like you, you change the way you talk for certain scenarios. Like apparently when I go to like, I noticed it when I go like hang out with my parents and like. A bunch of my family out here suddenly i just have like a filipino accent but i'm speaking english and i'm yeah. like why do i talk like that like mm-hmm. suddenly i do that yeah and yeah. but then I'm, I'm like okay but also it's it's normal i guess because i'm also filipino yeah but i guess in the case of this woman like she had no history of it beforehand and then she's acting like she had it now yeah like i think just be real about it like yeah. you you just started to pick it up like i have a friend who is from Texas, she came back and she suddenly has this like Texas accent, but she can't get rid of it right now. Like sometimes it pops up, <laughs> mm-hmm. but she just knows like, I, she's like, I picked it up. I, I, I know I need to drop it. Yeah. Cause it's not her normal self. I feel yeah. like it's fine as long as you're not forcing it, trying to be like yes, other people. But like if it's yeah. something that you can help because you did pick it up living like where you live, I think it's fine. Yeah. Like, you're I not- think her issue is that she was using it for social media mm. to stand out, to I differentiate like herself. Oh, I get that. You know what I mean? I get do that. They mm. they just go for it. I hate yeah. it. I think right now everyone is like, we're we're in this era of just being authentic and yeah. organic and showing who you are and not faking who you are. And I feel like, oh, I don't like when people do that. It just like irks me because like, that's something where I feel like I'm not really getting to know the real you. Mm-hmm. Like, why would I follow you or like be influenced by you if you're just going to be fake as fuck? Oh, I, yeah. That's why I feel like even yeah. for me, like I don't even want to promote brands that like I actually don't believe yeah, in. Yeah. Like I, like I have a really hard time doing that. Yeah. And so you got to be authentic because you're there. real. Period. Yeah. You're definitely more of a yeah. ethical creator than, than most, I feel like. Yeah. You know, people are, again, cloud chasers, you know? Yeah. They're going to do whatever it takes to get, like, exposure out there. Yeah. yeah. There was a brand that recently sent me product, and I was very hesitant about, like, posting it. I just felt, like, unconfident in how the product worked. What was it? We'll bleep it um, out. <laughs> no, I, I haven't posted it yet, but... Okay. What was it? We'll bleep it out. <laughs> it's LaBreeze. I, it's a random brand, but they're, like, the Dyson Airwrap. 
Anyway. Oh, you did tell me about that. Yeah. Yeah, And like, I use it today, but obviously the weather, it's still, they all have the same sort of technology. Anyway, when I first used it, I I felt like a fake. I felt like I was like, Mm. like this video is sponsored by, and then I was like, fuck, this doesn't really look like I got a blowout, but then I actually got a blowout, like, and then I felt unconfident in posting it. Mm. And, but I'm still going to post it. It's still like in the queue. But then I actually went to go get my hair blowed out at dry bar. And I'm like, this kind of looked exactly the same. So now I feel better mm. about posting it because if, pe- if people were to come for me, yeah, I would come for myself actually because I'd be like, fuck, I yeah. feel fake. But now I don't because I'm like, it looks just like that. Mm. But also yeah. now I learned how to use it. Yeah. Like before this, it was big. I should have taken it. Was. It, it was. It was when I picked huge. it up. It was beautiful. And then the weather was like. Meh. But I get where you're coming from though because you don't want to be promoting something and then just know that like you're just doing it just to make money and then now yeah. these people lose their trust in you. and then Yeah. Like, you lack you lack their trust mm-hmm. after that yeah you're right like yeah. i don't i don't like any of this don't it's be like fake as fuck out trendings. there with social media now it's mm-hmm. definitely a game of trends right mm-hmm. it, like if you want to get like views mm. and stuff like that it's a game of trends correct is there a trend that you didn't follow because you feel like oh this is not really me the dancing any dancing trend oh, i think really? i'm a dancer like i think i just want to be a dancer that's something i didn't get as a filipino <laughs> like i just wanted to be a dancer um, although I thought I was really fucking the shit when I did a dancing <laughs> trend with my sister and Teddy and it got a million views and then I'm looking at the comments I'm like mm, I fucking killed it and then I look at the comments they're like oh my god the little boy is so cute oh my god and I'm like so it wasn't me so it wasn't <laughs> me killing this shit so like yes. when you're making content how do you decide like what you're gonna yeah. do okay well let- I, the algorithm tells me. I feel like it's hearing me. At first, I was just, I did hop on like the fun trends where I felt like I could relate to, but it was easy ones like photo trends. And it was like your transformation from 2021 mm. to now. Or like, I really like doing transition videos because I like that, like how I look in my makeup and all the crazy things that I can do for like the K pop concerts, like showing what I look like before and after and mm. also showing my skincare. I like and those. it's just like, yeah, those are really like easy things mm-hmm. to do that I like doing. Because they're fun. People love that I knew how to do these like crazy transitions. But then later on, I realized like being being on top of these trends is really fucking stressful. Like mm-hmm. it was, it took a toll on me that I was like, I can't keep up with these. Like every day there was a new trend. Mm. And sometimes there's like 10 types of videos trending and you're like, oh my God, how do you fit this within your niche? What do you put? What's the copy? Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then you just like flatline and you're like, what do I do? So... Now, my whole strategy, like I said, just being your authentic self, is just these mini vlogs. Mm. I just like telling people about my life. People just like seeing what's going on. I feel like I said this last time on the pod. I was like, I don't know what to do. What's my brand? I found it. Found it. And basically, just being me. People want to see what I do. Mm -hmm. I think last time I was saying, like, some people just want to know my coffee order. Yeah. And... People just want to see what I'm doing. Yeah. So that's why I've just been posting things. And just, it's easy too. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, it is easy. Like just what I what I do in a day. I try to put yeah. I think people think I'm it's kind of like um imposter syndrome. Like people think that I'm funny. I don't think that I'm that funny. But I guess when I'm just telling people stories, it's like very animated is what I'm told. Mm. So I kind of just pretend like I'm speaking to a friend when I do voiceovers or when I do vlogs. And People like it. I think so you're like, funny. Girl, I know. I'm just kidding. On the live stream, <laughs> you killed that. Oh, yeah. Oh, she was on a Blackpink network live stream. Yeah. All right, tell, tell us them, about that. How many viewers? Oh, yeah. How many viewers? I just want everyone to know. It's Sammy B in your area. Yeah. yeah, so 
I work at a place called Network, and they are a live streaming app. And we had a collaboration with Blackpink and Takashi Murakami. Mm. And honestly, internally, I was like, "Oh my god, I hope they pick me for the live." Like, I'm the resident K-pop um, employee. I was like, "You have to pick me." And I just felt like because I'm not like a regular host, people know that I do social, mm. like just in my general life. But I was like, please pick me, please pick me. And then they picked actually someone else. Oh, wow. And really? then I was like, how dare they? Like, Screw it. I'm not going to help. How could they I'm just kidding. That? It's my job. But I was like, I need to do it. And so I was like, fine, let's just let it go. There's going to be another opportunity maybe later in life. And then um, we had to, she, uh, this girl who, who's going to be the host was actually hosting the Miami one. And then we wanted to do one in LA. And it was last minute. Like I was going to fly to Miami the next day. And then that day at work, they were like, can you host this live? And that I was, day? No, no, no. They, they were like, they only gave me like two days to prepare. Oh, wow. But they, I was like, yes, yes, I don't care. But well, I was like, the other girl? Yeah, she died. She, no, she did kidding. a Miami one. She oh, so died. Like, yeah, <laughs> she died. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ, Ariel. <laughs> God, you can't say that shit. <laughs> no, we love her. She's great. <laughs> yeah, but she did a Miami one. Okay. But I ended up doing the very first live stream. <laughs> and I was hella hyped because like my coworkers come up to me they're like oh yeah you like k-pop right i'm like you know nothing about this i know you don't mm -hmm. but they just want to make a connection but suddenly it was my time to shine so every like everyone knew that i was hosting this and so when i got on i had a whole bit like i was ready to be this like k-pop stan like how I usually am. And mm. I was just going to have fun because I was practicing a lot at night. And I was like getting really nervous. And I was like, let me just have some fun. But I think I killed it, it on that so live. Good. And my debut live stream was 80 minutes. Usually live Jeez. streams are like 15 yeah. minutes, yeah. 30 minutes. But we were going, I was just talking to them. Okay, so we, we all know this. Like I put in my vlog that people were having trouble buying the collection mm. the moment it went live. Like the K-pop community will just flood. And our app wasn't ready at that moment to handle all of it. Oh. And they were, they were just trying to solve all these issues in the bag. And I was like, as since I've seen many live shows, I was like, okay, I have to actually act like a host and make sure that everyone is getting the information that they need right then and there. Because when you're on a live show, you just got to tell them the information. You got to give it to them straight. But also you got to keep them entertained to stay yeah. and want to buy the product. But also just felt like I was talking to homies like I was yeah. just speaking their language and so there's like a chat and it was going hella fast and I couldn't see anything so I was I didn't know what was going on so I was living in La La Land and I could just see people on phones on computers and I'm like just saying random shit or I'm just like you guys want to see the collection and then I started reading the comments so I'm like scrolling through the comments and everyone's like what the fuck Fuck really? this. And they, oh, yeah, and people were like, Why? Because they can't buy the collection at the oh. time. They're like, stop wasting time. And I guess also, Peggy was saying she was like finding people in the chat. And like other friends yeah. were finding people in the chat. And like for me, because they were like, she doesn't even know what she's doing. And then like Peggy's getting in there, like it's yelling not back her at fault. them. Yeah. But there were, but then I realized there were a lot of people after who were like, thanking me they were like I know it's not your fault like mm. you're doing a great job mm. and like, I didn't catch any of those until maybe later in the live and it's nice because some people that I've met online before and even during the live they found me on social again and they messaged me like thanks for being a great host and someone was like love from Dubai and I was oh, like wow. international cool. fans <laughs> I'm just kidding they didn't come for me definitely but it was nice that they found me yeah because I'm not that big on TikTok, but I've known like 
to make K-pop content, and I posted about mm-hmm. it, but it was pretty fun. I think I just want to host lives again. It's like, fun. I don't Is that know, your first time? Yeah. Yes. Like, yeah. ever. Like, I don't even do lives on my TikTok or my Instagram, but I don't even know what to talk about. Like You did I'm, really good with the audience, though. You kept reading, and you kept responding yes. to them. You kept shouting them out. Secrets. I actually messaged a ton of my friends, and I was like, get on this live. I need to interact with somebody. Oh, because really? I was scared. Nobody I, was, I, was I was scared there. nobody was going to show up. I was just being an impo- I was feeling like an imposter. Mm. I knew people were going to show up, but I didn't know if people were going to actually interact with me. And they did. But it was nice seeing, like, Peggy was in the chat. My sister was in the chat. My sister was actually trying to help my mom get on. Oh, wow. And then my sister was um, stealing my jokes. I told her what jokes I wanted to say on live. And then she was saying in the comments and people were laughing. And I'm like, you took my my jokes. I don't like that you did. Yeah. And I didn't know it was her because I didn't know her username. But it sounded very, like, familiar and then I there's a part where I go oh my god is that my sister and then I called her out I was like don't take my jokes oh, wow. <laughs> um, but yeah I think I just want to host lives again That's I don't know cool. what to talk about You're though good at it. but I don't want to because people are like you should sell product but uh, I just want you guys to hang out with me yeah but I don't know what to say like I don't know what people have like a thing when they go on live like have mm-hmm. you seen those people who act like they're like game what do you call those NPCs. the NPC they make PC oh they make yeah, yeah they character. do yeah see I can't do that type like, of stuff yeah, I mean, here it is <laughs> I just oh no I feel like I have such a hard time grasping those trends because I'm not a consumer of that you know it's yeah. really weird like I, yeah. I talk to people and when they are I'm like damn there are people who think like that and there's actually a lot you know because for it to be a thing that's like profitable and something that you actually make money off of yeah. it it means that you have like an audience right yeah. like it's but to me it's like unfathomable like whoa people go on to watch you act like yeah. a video game character mm-hmm. that doesn't really do much because i've i've but stumbled they, across it yeah and i'm like it's crazy it just makes me feel weird now like <laughs> yeah that's why i feel like i gotta find my own thing because mm-hmm. like someone was like you should do that and i was like i don't even know how to do that yeah. like i don't but i don't want to i don't want to be doing things because people are paying me to do things yeah, yeah. but it's really funny i kind of watch them but i don't they think that funny. i could do it myself yeah. and i feel like when i was first starting my content it was kind of a lot, a lot of being like i was very surrounded by like the baddie world and i had to be yeah. like a baddie on instagram and like with all these models that i knew yeah and it was attracting a lot of male followers and i was mm. like fuck i don't want this and so my goal was i had like over i think i had like 60 percent male 40 percent female so anytime i posted any like makeup content or like skincare they, the the guys were like what the fuck is this type of thing mm-hmm. and so then i made it a promise to myself to that's why the boy, the boys are not allowed mm-hmm. until we move them out, and I'm now sixty percent female. Nice. How did you do that? You just start making content for the girls. Nice. Just say, Fuck the boys. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I like one boy, and that's it. That's all you got to do. You just got to make content for what you want to do, and then it, you'll attract the people. Mm. They'll come. You just got to find them. Yeah. And then the creepos have gone away, which is really nice because even my Valentine's Day content, um, the like the girls are sending my my stuff and they're commenting like I love this and stuff mm. like that. Yeah. Boys are sending it too, but I like that the females are interacting. Yeah. I mean, so to me it's it's interesting, right? Cuz you have like content that's like that NPC content mm-hmm. and you think you're talking about like being authentic and genuine mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I'm thinking who who does that really align with? You know what I mean? Like who, who what does kind what? Who does that align with? Like what kind of person was like 
I want to create NPC content. You know what I mean? Like I people understand that it. want money. People that want well, that, yeah, that lines with role. the hustle. I would say, right? Yeah. But like everything else, like it doesn't because now with social media now, there's the technology has like changed the game a lot, right? Oh, yeah. And what I mean by that is like you have like AI influencers, right? Oh yeah, I just you know learned I mean? about that. Is that like that one girl? Right. She makes hella money. She's not even real. Yeah. There's a bunch. There's, there's, a bunch. there's a bunch. I didn't know yeah. that. There was an AI influencer who she did a live where she uh, a live? sells. Yeah, where she sells products. I thought you were going to say boobs because you what, went like this. The, no, no. You're like, what were the products? Was I forgot, AI but it was. Holding a, it? Uh, yeah, they would, they would bring up the product and they would talk about it. And uh, the AI went on for like days, right? Because obviously it's not human. But it's. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I'm confused. This AI. Looks like a human, mm-hmm. and it was picking up real. Product. No, no, not real. Oh, products. Okay, yeah. that's why I was like, so yeah, it's like a digital products, product. It's a real product, but it's digitally made so that people could buy it. Someone programmed them yeah, to look like uh-huh. that with the product so, in mm-hmm. there. Okay, got it. Yeah, and they went it? on for like days, right? This AI just ran for days. They're like, just, just leave like this frozen. bitch on, I'm like, right? How, how okay, this even? Yeah. so it's like I'm on a computer, yeah. and then I'm making. I'm so like, for example, I'm showing like I'm selling you sunglasses. Mm-hmm. So and I, I digitally would, made them in AI. Yes. But when I buy them, what's coming to my house are real sunglasses yes. yeah. that look, j- whoa. Yeah, and that AI yeah, made like model. millions. What the fuck? Because it just kept on going. Because she was hot. Uh, I don't even oh. remember, <laughs> but yeah. This is my thing. I feel like money will motivate anybody, mm-hmm. but then I feel like I'm a sellout. I don't want to do any of that stuff. Yeah, well, I'm just the reason why I bring it up is because I think eventually with that kind of technology, with AI and stuff, the things that don't really align with like humans like oh who's gonna do npc content right like people who just want to make money for the hustle like you could have ai do that 24 7 like yeah. it, it never needs to stop right That's crazy. so like it's gonna force people who are human beings to like because you can't compete at that point to not do that kind of content mm-hmm. right so now you mm-hmm. have to do something that's like that ai can't really touch base on yet right that's like more authentic to you yeah. so more than ever i think that's where content's gonna go yeah. Right, it's going to be more genuine. The AI thing yes. might phase out. People are going to get tired of seeing fake shit. They're going to miss. But it's going to get so good that you don't even know. That's so I true. Know. But also, I'm just amazed at what AI can do. Yeah. Like, I just yeah. remember in like the early phase of just like seeing, like you can just type keywords to make a video and it didn't look that great. But mm-hmm. now it's kind of insane. It does. Like I get, my sister also has a podcast and she wanted to, she makes long form content, but she doesn't have enough time to make the short form content. Mm-hmm. So I suggested her this AI tool that does editing mm-hmm. called Opus. AI and it cut it up for her put captions on it Um, it put it gave if it was positive or negative sentiment Mm. and I was just very amazed I was like wow this could and it cut her like editing I don't know editing time maybe in half or more because she can just mass produce and then forget Mm. about it or she could just schedule her post and then forget about it. I've actually used that. Opus AI? Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. Because the first time I used I knew it, it. because I saw some of the videos. I'm like, this looks familiar. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell? Yeah, they had like the same fonts and like type oh, of. Yeah. It's yeah. getting better. Like you could choose the fonts and you choose yes. that is like stylistically too. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, it is kind of crazy how yeah. it works. Because the and first it, time I it used could it. frame you too. It I knew you were really? using it because it was like framing him and then it was framing the guest and then. Like, it could split screen, too. It's crazy. Even my sister, because she records on Zoom with uh, everyone else, like, one who lives also in California and then also lives in, like, 
I think it was like Texas and whatever. They're all filming from different places and it'll cut to the person talking and it'll, it's so, I don't even know. Yeah, AI is nuts. There's a, actually, you know, it's funny. I saw a friend of mine post something that I thought was very, very interesting. She was posting about one of her friends. She's like, oh, my friend's a CEO, like a tech person, blah, blah. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. I wonder what she does. And then the next post was my friend posting about a AI version of her, like of herself oh. as an AI girlfriend. And that her friend, the tech person, is making a company where you can have AI girlfriends. And it's based off of real people. She sold, I don't like that. She, I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like that. She sold, How do I opt out? No, I, no, I, no, I, yeah, I don't want to do that. I'm opting out of this. She sold a robotic version of herself. Uh-huh, AI version of herself, yeah. How many relationships does a robot have? I don't know. I didn't dig into it. But to me, I've always thought that, right? Because Whoa. I feel like with any industry, I don't know why it is, but anything that revolves like lusts or romance like they're gonna get to it first right and That's now there's crazy. ai girlfriends which are based off of real people so it's like oh yeah you, i don't like that do they know I, they're I getting either. catfished i don't know i've never used the app i mean technically but, not but yeah well no they are no they, they oh my god this is a whole new level yeah it's it's like i don't like that because i think at that point you it's really gonna be hard for you to form like real yeah. relationships right uh-huh. yeah but it's also What's the user that's going to use that? It's, it's going to be a person who has no social skills, a person who's never going to approach like a woman in the first place, or maybe doesn't Don't get attention, you know? It's, it's sad, yeah. but it's like they have two options, right? Either get out of your mom's basement and like learn how like, to talk to people or you – don't and you kind of accept this and this is like your only way of getting affection right from true i don't what if i made hypothetical what if i made so many robotic versions of myself and someone saw me walking on the street and they thought it was me what if someone stole me i don't like yeah that's what that's why i feel like we gotta opt out like the button to press opt out i don't i decline all like i don't want to be copied i don't what if what if we have so much content that there is someone who made an AI version of us because we're so out there already? You know? Yeah, that's happened oh, to no. some girl. I saw recently, uh, I like maybe that. a couple months ago, some girl, she was talking about some guy made like AI nudes of her. Oh, that yeah. was my worst fear. And then it spread around just her whole school. Oh and God. then she yeah. was just like traumatized, right? Because she's like, that's not me. Mm-hmm. Like, that's all fake. That's know? crazy. I thought like catfishing was crazy. Like, I haven't had someone use my images or uh, that I know of that like, <laughs> use my images or videos and made like a separate account. I hope. But not. like now it's like you could just make an AI so version easy. of. I don't like that. How do you feel about knowing that obviously you're creating content, you want to get your name out there, but the likelihood of that happening is going to be higher the more people. <laughs> I know about you, right? Yeah. I don't know. I just never, I try to think about the positive and I feel like that's just keeping myself in a bubble and just keeping my brain positive. Mm-hmm. I don't want that to happen at all. And I don't want people to copy me. I want people to just leave me alone. Leave me alone, but follow me on social. Mm-hmm. Just weird? know whatever we post on our Instagram, on our accounts is us. Anything outside of that is not us. I know. Should I, I guess put, that's like, the best The name? real Sammy B. You know people <laughs> who put that on their, their at name? Mm. Okay. So I'm going to ask you guys this question. Okay. Seeing how, you know, the majority of the people who are going to use those kind of AI girlfriends, they're going to be lonely. They're going to be socially awkward. They're going to be antisocial. Do you guys have any friends or family that fits that description that you'd be kind of worried about? No. <laughs> okay. So hypothetically, let's say you do. Mm-hmm. What advice would you give them? 
to like get a like because I I feel like right now a lot of at least the men who are like that they're getting red pilled right that's that's kind of like the movement right now where it's what like is that? they're getting what red pilled yeah you What's know a, oh red the pill red movement? pill blue pill thing? oh my god the matrix I just saw that <laughs> just it, it looked like a Nyquil I'm sorry and a Dayquil but uh, what did he <laughs> pick giant. he picked the blue no he picked he picked the blue. He picked red. red. He picked red because it was a day quill. And he left the night quill. And people, they were like, you wish you picked the blue pill, huh? And I was like, you want to knock out? Yeah, okay. I just watched that recently. I'm forgetting already. Explain the red pill. I don't get it. So it's like this movement where it's like uh, men are the providers. They have to be hyper-masculine. They have to be high value. That's the only way women will date you. 50-50 all the way. Yeah. But, you know, just like I said, I'm not... It doesn't make sense to me because I'm not a consumer of that. It does reach a certain audience, and typically it's like guys like that, right? So you guys know what incels are? No. Incels? Yeah. No. I n c e l l s. Uh, well, I n c e l, but yeah. No. Oh, I don't. So incels, it's short for involuntarily celibate, and incels Ooh. typically are you're referencing guys. Yeah, uh, that means like you're, it's not by choice. You're voluntary. Yeah. Okay, got it. I hope so. But anyways, <laughs> you're involuntarily celibate, so mm-hmm. therefore, like, you're, women are not giving you attention, you're not having sex, stuff like that. And, you know, the, oh, those, the kind of guys who are not guy. doing that are also the same guys who get AI girlfriends, same mm-hmm. guys who get red-pilled because, you know, they don't have social skills and they hear some kind of, like, either relief through, oh, crap, now I don't, oh, I don't really have to get a girlfriend because I could date someone that's yeah, like AI, right? One. Or I could be red-pilled and now I'm empowered to do all these things, but in a way where it's almost not benefiting the rest of society. It's kind of like, oh, yeah, I got to be this hyper-masculine, like, alpha man, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I feel like, yeah, that that's the typical consumer. It's like the incels or the people who are a little bit more socially awkward, right? Because, you know, if I'm assuming if you guys did have friends or family that are like that, you guys would actually talk to him about it go ahead Google. no first. i'm just trying to think of like what would i even tell them yeah i think it's not even like i don't know not just telling them but like having them practice those skills too like if i had a cousin that was like that i would just help by like hanging out with them more bringing mm. them out more just try to like not like tell them what's wrong or right but just kind of like talk to them in a way it's not demeaning or condescending but more just like informational mm-hmm. see what they could do with that information is it because like they're like shy could it's a lot be. of things it's like or it's definitely they just a lot like of it. women are put off by them because they do something weird uh, it, i mean a lot of that okay just think about i'm trying to think of like it could be like lack of their social skills because they oh. didn't get to practice it or maybe like people yeah. might be on like the spectrum they mm-hmm. it's hard for them to have social skills right yeah yeah so, or some people are just very insecure some people don't even know they're on the spectrum. Yeah, but even yeah. then, people on the spectrum could still have social skills. Yeah, still got game. Yeah. That's true. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. That's why I feel like just be yourself. Yeah. I just feel like it'd be in practice how to flirt. I think that's a skill yeah. someone needs to learn. I don't really know how to flirt, but mm-hmm. apparently I'm flirty. Sometimes I just talk a lot. But I feel like, yeah, to, right. They need to practice. Yeah. You need yeah. to practice these mm-hmm. skills to get the desired partner that you want yeah and get feedback and take feedback Mm -hmm. from people you trust but you know it's not even their fault sometimes because sometimes you might have parents that are super super strict Mm -hmm. don't let you go out you're not able to practice that when you go to school and stuff you know you just go straight to school straight home straight go straight home 
you know how you said like be yourself, mm-hmm. but if yourself is like a person yeah. who's shy yeah. and I know, not, I know, I know, you know what I mean. It's maybe that's bad advice. Don't ask me for advice. I was saying because I want to hear like a, a woman's like perspective, right? Just practice. So would you say then not to be yourself? I don't know. Mm. <laughs> I feel like it's a lot of practicing and also yeah. just like rehearsing situations maybe that you could yeah. run into. Mm. I think this was something that I was thinking about when I first was dating again. And I was like, okay, what's going to be my line? If it yeah. gets dry, what do I say? Like all these things, I feel like you got to have, you got to practice what, you're, what your first line is going to be. Oh. As, even as simple as like, hi, I'm blank. Um, I think you're beautiful. Mm-hmm. Oh, for example, like I went to the club recently and somebody, I think he pra- he had to have practiced because it was very nice. I think the culture has changed with pe- how people approach you at the club. Mm. So previously, people would just like grab my waist, mm-hmm. grab my ass, or they're like, mm-hmm. they would just be like the whisper mm-hmm. in your ear type of thing. Ugh. Like, hey, shawty, yeah, I'm out like, of there. You're <laughs> like, spitting in my ear, I'm like, Don't touch me. Like things like that, like yeah. very aggressive. And then I recently went and a guy tapped me on my shoulder. And I was like, okay. And I was like, hey. And he was like, I saw you by the bar. Cute. You looked really beautiful. Nice. And he was beautiful. He didn't use your hat. You were fine. Like he said, mm. you, you look beautiful. And he was like, if you find it in you later, um, can you find me for a dance? Wow. And I'm impressed. I'm, yeah, I'm taken. I don't want to be the girl that's just like, I got a boyfriend. Get away from me. Mm. You know? That's me. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, stay away. <laughs> I just... Yeah, I even told my boyfriend about this story. Yeah, I was just like, I just don't want to be that girl because then it could just be off-putting. Like you put a lot of effort into asking yeah. me and that's already scary. And then it I was is. like, oh, that was sweet. Yeah. Hmm. And then I just led him on his way. <laughs> what was he curious? Um, uh, Hispanic, I think. It was oh. kind of dark in the club. He had a really great fit on, though. Hmm. I got to give it to him. Guy at shortstop maybe two weeks ago. He had a good fit. He had a great fit. Hmm. Yeah, but he had but I think it seems like that would have been a practice like why do you say that because I felt like who goes up to someone and then just it seems like it was very planned mm. like you look very beautiful like no one really uses that at least I feel like wow. I was people used to come up to me like damn you fine I'm like get off me you know <laughs> like that's what I was getting a lot so it's just like you practice a nice approach uh-huh. and he's probably getting positive responses hmm. then I saw him later with a girl he probably is that same line, but I don't care. Good Use the same beautiful line if it gets yeah. you Good the girl. Hmm. But see, I feel like yeah. that's just practice. Like I feel yeah, like just practice. somebody needs to practice their line. But I know if they're awkward, like I don't yeah. know, like I guess to get them out of their shell, you really just got to put yourself in a position to get yeah. you out of that or else you can't grow. That's just hmm. in anything yeah. really. Put yourself yeah. in these positions to help you grow. But you have to, I guess you have to have that willpower. You know what? Life is scary. But just scary. practice and get over that. Grow some balls. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just, just. <Yeah. laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, that, that's for every girl show. and guy. So all yeah, of even us. the girls and they. Even the girls. Yeah, because yeah. honestly, like after when I met. Okay, before I met Adrian, mm-hmm. I met Dexter and Angelica. Mm. I was so nervous to go meet them. I just met Dexter on Twitch and I I didn't I've never met them in person before, but I had my friends Jessica and Alexa and we were trying to go out and I was like, "Oh, do you want to go to Dexter's gig?" And that's how I first met him, but I was so nervous deep down cuz I was like, "Oh, I never went out of my way to go meet up with people out mm. loud or like outside." And it was like post-COVID, so of course everyone was just like, ooh, we need to get out, you know? So 
like meeting up with them, I was like nervous. I was like, oh, mm. I'm making friends. I've never like Cute. gone out of my way to yeah. do that because mm-hmm. I grew up very sheltered. Mm-hmm. I grew up in like um, private kinder to eighth grade. Oh my God. God. Yeah. Same, same 30 people just grown up that grew up together. It's like a small town. Very, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. So oh. for me to do that, it was really like stepping out of my shell a lot. But, it, but you had to practice doing that. Yeah. You that's just, when I grew my balls. Yeah. Oh. Period. Mm-hmm. So that's how balls you got that started. Nice. And then Dexter said that he had another gig. And so I went and then Adrian saw me, but he was too scared to say hi. So <laughs> And then he practiced his lines and then he got the girl. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. You yeah. gotta practice. Maybe yeah. come with a plan. Hmm. Maybe yeah. instead of practice, come with a plan, and then just go with the flow. Maybe. I feel like that's it. I feel like if you're set to do, like, you just gotta. Maybe because I'm an overthinker. Me too. I just have like contingency plans. If like X didn't happen, we gotta go yeah. route Y. If that didn't yeah. happen, you gotta go route Z. You got like, plan A. You gotta figure out when to exit. Like I don't know. This is probably the craziest, like the most chaotic advice that we're just like giving right now. It's pretty Don't chaotic. Come to us. No, no, it's definitely, yeah, it's definitely chaotic. <laughs> yeah, because I imagine someone who has problems with these things, Plan they're probably going to be so overwhelmed. Did you asked this question like 10 minutes ago, and here we still are I know, trying, to answer trying to dissect it. No, it's good because it's like you guys get to think about it now. Because you know? yeah. I feel like this is more of a oh. men prone problem, right? Like this is typically an issue that guys go through. But now I'm thinking about the, the guys who are just like at the club saying they're by themselves and they're just being weird by the side, just getting too close to a girl. I'm like, we got to practice a different move. Like, this is not getting you anywhere. <laughs> like, maybe I need to go up to them and tell them, like, let's do something different, sir. Like, let's try something. That would be crazy yeah. if there was, like, there women are. who helped oh. wing, wingmen, these guys who were obviously socially awkward. Because what happens, I, I, think this is, uh-huh. I think this is what happens, right? If you're socially awkward and you're going out and you're trying to do something like talk to a girl it's mm-hmm. probably take all your courage just to approach yeah. them right and yeah. if you do it in a way and you're new to it let's say right and you've never attempted it before you're probably gonna be really bad at it mm-hmm. and if you're bad at it and the reception yeah. usually is like oh like don't touch me it's most likely they're never gonna do it again yeah yeah true. that's true right it's not you're not gonna have too many supportive people like yeah you guys. yeah maybe right. yeah maybe we do have a supportive group a really supportive group yeah. i feel yeah. like because I, I feel like that would solve a lot of issues in general because i have seen some guys where i'm like damn that was kind of weird dude you know what i mean like the girl's like, reaction no the or guy what the, guy what the guy's did. doing is weird like hey you're weird yeah well, like, hey, hey you know i'm not trying to offend you like that was kind of weird maybe your approach could have been a little yeah. bit less strong or something like that i feel yeah. like that would fix a lot of situations where it's like because sometimes they'll do it and if they don't get any feedback they'll continue to do it until they finally true get either negative or positive feedback right typically negative yeah that's why i feel like you gotta practice something you're gonna plan something like i remember one time i was out with my friends Uh and this guy was like this guy took our photo like we were just like posing and he took our photo and he showed it to us it was really cute and then he goes up to me and was like, oh, let me get your number so I can text it to you. And I was like, oh, was that your move? I don't know about that, sir. And he was, I think he, and then he fixed it. And he was like, actually, I can airdrop it to you. And I was like, see, you just came with a plan. You didn't get the response you wanted. I didn't give you my number. And you were just like, let me just get you the photo. Mm. Like, I think you just got to alter it. Like, he definitely went out there, but I wasn't in the mood to be like, I'm not giving you my number. Mm. Like, my move. 
My move now is like I give people my Instagram. I'm like, that's it. Yeah. That's all you get. He so. took a picture of you guys on his phone? Yeah, because we were just posing. Like a lot of people were doing it. I don't know oh. why we were being stupid. But then it was, he got a really good photo and he showed oh. it to us. And we were like, that's yeah, nice. send in. He was like, can I get your number? I'll send it to you. And we were like, okay, W. <laughs> so I recently talked to one of the guests that came on the podcast and they were talking about how getting approached now is a lot different because it's not as common. Right, because you know everyone interacts through Instagram, yeah, dating apps, Hinge, Bumble, whatever. Mm-hmm. Right, so the approach game has changed. Like, so the guy who approached you at shortstop, mm-hmm. that's cool because people are not going to typically do that anymore. Yeah. Right? Do you feel like that makes you stand out more now because you're one of the few people who are willing to do it versus they'll just send you a DM after they hung out with you? Interesting. I didn't know that was like a thing. I guess I don't really go out a lot like that for mm-hmm. to put me in situations for me to like get hit on Mm. but now that's an interesting perspective to have but i think i've always not to toot my own horn i've always just been hit on like i just even one time like my friends will always make fun of me like one time i was in arizona and i just wasn't having it i was just out with my girls and i was like i want no one to talk to me tonight i literally wore a hoodie to the club Mm -hmm. i was like fuck this or the bar and it was a really crowded bar and i was wearing like all black don't nobody talked to me and i had the hood on and still, guys wouldn't stop coming up to me. They're like, I think I just, mystery. I know, I was giving a mysterious vibe. <laughs> but that's, just, like, that's that. just a side story. Uh, baby. <laughs> yeah, they were like, mm, what's happening here? And I was like, stay away. I really don't want to talk to anyone. Yeah. Anyway, I just, I don't know. I don't know if I feel special or it's like, also a lot of people are talking about now, it's like, oh, I want to meet people in the wild. And people are done with the apps. Like they don't want to mm. do the apps anymore. Yeah. Like the apps are actually really stressful. I was only on, the, I was only on Hinge for like a short amount of time. It's just like, speed dating on crack like i just even even more like it's just so intense so i guess it does i guess it does feel a little special that somebody did come up to me like Mm. recently but also like i don't know i just feel like it's just it's a lot for them right now i feel like they they got to find other avenues to to meet people yeah like the olden days i think my heart's too sensitive for um dating apps (laughs) Mm. too sensitive my heart's too Ex- sensitive what do you mean Lane. like i'm just really scared of rejection mm. but they're yeah. on i don't like but on dating rejected. apps it's not like you know you're getting rejected right until, they just ghost unless you. they tell you hmm like unless they tell you like oh That's yeah i'm not true. feeling it or yeah ghost i think maybe, i but. just i don't know i like i don't know i just knew that wasn't for me hmm. i just wanted to meet someone very naturally and i feel that yeah in the yeah. wild that's what I'm saying. Yeah, because yeah, it was wild. It was, <laughs> it was that was wild. wild. <laughs> yeah, because people don't want to romanticize their love life, right? Like, uh, mm-hmm. if people ask, like, "Oh, how'd you guys meet?" Oh, I met on a dating app, or like, "Oh, I yeah. met because we took this class together, and yeah. he always yeah. sat next to me, and yeah. you know, we found out that we had a lot of things in common, stuff yeah. like that." I'm uh, not shitting on dating apps. I think it's no, really cute. Yeah. If you find each other, then that's all that yeah. matters. That's yeah. true. Yeah. But also, I do like the plot. Like, I love the plot of things. So, like, <laughs> mm. do it for the plot. Like, yeah. go out there, go hit on a girl, yeah. be romantic as fuck. Like, give her flowers to a random girl. She might fall in love with you. Yeah. Like, I love those stories. Yeah. Mm. Like, I did have a friend, like, my friend who recently got married and I was her maid of honor. She, like, one of the questions, we were playing a game, like, who knows the bride and groom better, like, the maid of honor or the best man? Mm. And it was like, where was their, uh, like, where do they meet? And I was like, Tinder. Mm. And I was like, <laughs> all right. But then that's end of story. Yeah. I want the whole shebang. I want the whole <laughs> okay. thing. Okay, so uh, I'm going to talk about this. Mm-hmm. I think one of the reasons why 
a lot of guys have shied away from that approach where it's like more personal in person is mm-hmm. because of rejection, right? Mm-hmm. You get rejected enough or, you know, you hear about guys coming off as creeps. Like mm-hmm. it's going to keep them away from that approach. It keeps them safe. Yeah. They're like, wow. I'd rather not seem like a creep, so I'm not going to do anything at all. You that's know what I mean? That's true. I get it. And oh. that's kind of like what's happening more nowadays, right? Because yeah. if you look at how love stories were back then. I don't know if they were like embellished or anything like that. Most of that shit would not fly now. Right. Yeah. I, I don't know if you guys have ever seen like big fish. Mm-mm. So in big fish, this guy falls in love with some chick. Right. And he travels like through a bunch of different cities trying to find her. And then one day he shows up at her doorstep and he's like, I love you. You know, oh, like, I, I imagine you. Oh, yeah. Okay, hold that, that, I'm already, that would, I already gasped. I was like, eh, yeah. how did you find me? But sir? you see what I mean? Like back then that would be considered romantic. Yeah. Right, like even my the story with my mom, like she was like the prettiest girl in her in the countryside. Period. period, Mm -hmm. Right. Come on. And she would have like suitors come. (laughs) Gas her up. Gas her up. She would have suitors come like like five six hours away to come and see. This sounds great though. I feel like they're flocking to her. But that that was like the story back then. Now if some guy shows up at your footstep trying to court you and you don't really know them, that's fucking weird. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So it's like a weird dating dilemma now it's like you you can't go too far because it's not just rejection rejection is one thing mm-hmm. but like humiliation is like another thing right yeah like getting, saying, are the girls taking no, it too far i think it's on both sides right it's one it's like maybe the girl's taking it too far and two maybe the guys are reading into it too much that's mm. true i guess it just depends on how it's pers- like it's received i guess yeah mm-hmm. it's definitely Per scenario, yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah. some girls definitely take it too far. Yeah, even when the guy has already left them alone. Like I feel like I've seen this a lot in like Vegas. There, the guy's already left them alone, and she's placing him to be a creep. And like, yeah. it's like I don't the know, gym when they just you know when girls are at the gym, mean? like oh my god, he's staring at me, yeah, but he yeah. literally just you know when you he put just, weights down, you kind of just want to look around and be like oh my god. Yeah, but yeah, then you're you not just even catch yeah, you're just like with someone, and you're like, "Fuck, I'm a creep." Yeah, oh, see, that's like so that. difficult. Oh my god! Like my, okay, yeah, so, I keep my eyes down. So I, interesting. I'm pretty sure this is not just me, but like <laughs> when people have some things that are abnormally large, you know? Oh, I look. <laughs> like if their boobs are big, I'll look. Yeah, yeah. or, or as like ask whoever. Like, I'm not like. How do you look away? Yeah. You know what I mean, like I'm like <laughs> but, holy. But can you just yeah. give a respectful and then look away and then never look back? I uh, have gone you, up to Yeah, you girl. try, but it's like you cannot, like you can't act like it's not there. You know yeah, what I mean? It's true. almost like you're trying it's just too hard. But you, but you just have to, there's a method I feel. You just look respectfully and then force yourself to never look at it yeah. again because then you're yeah, a creep. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I think <laughs> it's already too late. Out. I think even respectfully is too late. But sometimes you're curious to see how actually big it is. So you just want to look, but then you can't look for too long. How many seconds is, appro- is, is appropriate? As long as you two, no, I'm just kidding. A full two, two really? Mississippi's? See, I think that's or a full one. A full, that's a, a full, whole. That's a whole. That's okay, wait, what do you guys think is respectful? Two Mississippi. Like, that's long. That's a long. You that's looked at long. me for a long no, time. No, no. Okay, you guys, show me how your approach is. <laughs> if you see something, you're like, all right, whoa. Okay, if like, you were no, working out at the that gym, looks, that looks shady. I went. I literally. What would you do? Yeah, me too. If you were working out at the gym and I just wanted like you know doing my weights over here, I liked your butt, and I was like, oh shit, she got a nice butt, but that's it. I have gone up to some girls and be like, hey, you kind of nice ass. And uh-huh. she goes, but I feel like girl to girl is girl, girl's yeah. different. What if it That's was a different. guy that looked at you yeah. and he gave like you a, a half Mississippi? Like a half. A miss. Do it, I don't do like it, do when it. any guys look at me. <laughs> show, show me how you're good. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> okay, you're looking at me now? Yeah, I'm looking at you. What's appropriate? Okay, go, go, go. 
That's so fast. I look like I'm shady. What am I even doing? Yeah, you make my eyes in the air. I'm nervous. I'm blushing. Huh? <laughs> Don't look at me back. <laughs> Ooh, leave us alone. <laughs> you see how hard this shit is? But you know yeah. what Adrian does in Rutha Gym? He'll do call that. Him out, call him out. I'll be like here in like, you know, the weight rack. What is it called? The deadlift area, whatever. Okay. Uh-huh, I'll put my water bottle down. It's a thing. I put my water bottle like down. No, no, uh-huh. I'm just, okay, me and Adrian, nice. we separate. We nice. go to the gym and we separate. He's over there. I'm over here. The deadlift, deadlift thingy. Yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then Adrian will make it, he'll do his, he'll finish his thing at the machine. Mm-hmm. He'll kind of circle around, put his water bottle down next to me, and then he'll walk away. <laughs> or sometimes he'll oh, he's take the move sip. on you for you to look at that? No, we will like. <laughs> So, like, other guys know that I came with him. So, he'll leave his water bottle there. (laughs) Put your water bottle next to me. (laughs) He'll take the sip and then he'll walk away. Damn. (laughs) Whoa, to be claimed at the gym. (laughs) Whoa, whoa, that's a move. That's a power move. I gotta tell that that to somebody. Maybe it's I should do stories about things that I hear. I kind of like thing. that one. I kind of like these romantic stories. Or what sometimes else? he'll just take a sip of my water bottle in mm. front of the other guys. <laughs> I'm just imagining you <laughs> getting the bottle and you're like, like <laughs> sipping it real hard, like giving people eyes. Like, <laughs> is that what he's doing? You see this? Yeah, just like mine. literally like mine. <laughs> he's all helping you squat. Like, yeah, that's right. This is mine. <laughs> How many seconds do you think it's appropriate? Yeah. Yeah, I don't even think it's like a seconds thing. I think it's like the how approach. you do it. Yeah, Did you get you caught? No, no. <laughs> I, get, I mean, like, I mean, I, I've gotten caught by like my significant oh. other, but it wasn't like oh. I was trying to hide it. <laughs> I, I was trying to see you in like. Exactly. I, I wasn't like trying to hide it. But yeah, but I feel like girl to girl, it's easier. Yeah, I girl guess, to girl's easier. Damn, if I put myself in a guy's position, I wouldn't know. Like, how would I riz up a girl right now? How would you riz up Adrian right now? Okay, you saw him. Yeah. For the Adrian first. was a girl you or Adrian? No. Yeah, okay, like let's yeah, let's switch positions. Like you're the guy, he's the girl, and you guys haven't met yet. His move was like he he made the crowd feel comfortable, so maybe it'd feel approachable for you to come up. Not to put you on I'm the spot. Too shy to come up. Yeah, but that could also be your move. Did you know? My boyfriend told me now that when he first met me. Do you guys remember when I used to do this thing? I would always just go yeah. like, like everywhere. Like I would do that last episode. Yeah, it's my brand. Like I'm just a shy girl. <laughs> yeah. But he thought I was funny. And I was like, I'm just shy. Like I was telling people because I was like, we were out with people that like mutual friends and stuff. And I was just saying like, I'm shy, blah, blah, blah. And like, I was just being myself, but also like, I'm just a shy girl. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I thought you were really funny. And I'm like, oh, really now? Oh, really? But <laughs> now I feel like, what would be your, like, I would still just, I think I would still be myself. I think because I'm just that's so different than risen someone up though right that's that's like literally someone's just attracted to your personality and you're not intentionally trying to gain their attention right I think because I fantasize like life a lot and I like to just (laughs) like like I said I like doing it for the plot like I love Mm -hmm. these stories like you know those things in K-dramas where they the girl and the guy are sitting and the girl's hair is like in her face and then he just like Uh puts it aside Stop, stop, stop. I'm just getting nervous. Just nervous as chills. <laughs> but it's like that. Like, I feel yeah. like, but I feel like that's at the point where you're already into each other. Like, to, yeah. to have that affection. Or, or, if or, a random but guy if does it was that like, first, you, I don't think that would fly. What if it was fly. like, first time at the yeah. club, you saw Adrian, but Adrian was a girl and you were a guy? I don't know. I don't have game like that. Like, I get shy. Mm. You guys got a lot of pressure, huh? You guys you have a lot, a lot of pressure. Of pressure huh? Yeah, see, I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. I take back what I say. Grow more balls than you can. I'm just kidding. No. I'm just trying to figure out what would be. What I think oh, I asked you this balls. last time. What's your move? 
Oh no, I asked you I asked you guys what's your move to let the girl know you like them. But mm. I guess it's like your what's your first approach? I don't know what Oh yeah, I do remember what I said during that time too, but What? I said that uh I make things sound like they're coincidences yeah. and they're not. So I'm like, oh, that's so <laughs> weird. Like, you watch yeah. that? You like that movie too? Like, oh, wait, you know what? That happened to me too. And then. <laughs> but it didn't? I mean, it's it like I'm drawing parallels. It's, it's a reach. Same, it's a reach. Same you know? time, but different, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's a reach, usually. You know what? That's, that's you putting yourself out there. So, yeah. You're not lying. You're yeah. just omitting information. You're trying to yeah. connect. Yeah, I'm embellishing some yeah. details for sure. Oh, yeah. I guess I don't know what my Riz move would be. Like I feel like I really don't know. Yeah, because I don't even know if that's like Riz. Like I'm just trying to build some like common ground, and that lays out the groundwork for like future stuff. But at the moment, that's I'm not like okay, this is gonna get me the kind of attention I want from this person, mm-hmm. you know? Because I'm not really putting on my my intentions, right? I'm not saying straight up like, hey, like I want something with you, or I'm interested, or I find you attractive. I'm just mm-hmm. leaving it out there, like, oh, that, just, isn't that kind of weird that we have so much in common? Or like, you're trying to see where it goes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Doing it for the plot. Just it is for the plot. Do it, it for, the, for plot. the plot. Yeah, I, I used to be that guy like a lot. I used to be like, oh, I'll, I'll do it for the plot. You love know, that. I love yeah. that actually. Yeah, I, I remember one time, uh, one of the girls that I was dating, or at this time we didn't know what we were, you know, mm-hmm. and I think it was Valentine's Day, but I. I remember, like, she she said something about, I try to remember key details, right? And she was like, mm-hmm. oh, I like candles. So I was like, okay. So then I, during Valentine's Day, and we weren't anything. I didn't want to ask her because I didn't want to put on pressure yet. So I, like, dropped off, like, a box of chocolates with candles, like, around it in front wow. of her house. The and plot. then The plot. Keep going. Yeah. And I knew that she was, like, coming back from somewhere so that, you know, she might not even be the first person who sees it. But I knew that like her family might see it and she'd probably be one of the few people who would get something like that and then they would put it out to her and then it'll get her brain thinking, you know? So I think it was like her cousin, her uncle who saw it and was like, oh my God, like there's uh, chocolates and candles out here and I think it's like for you, you know? And she's like, who could it be for? And it got her thinking. And because like I'm the person who has like all these things in common, I know, even though I haven't really said anything, mm-hmm. it kind of like spelled out for her. That's but a good move. That also mm-hmm. sounds like love bombing. No, like, you think so? I've, I've, I don't know if maybe I'm not grasping the concept. I just learned mm-hmm. about love bombing soon, but mm-hmm. I feel like did you then stop doing all those gestures for her after? Like those big gestures? No, oh, not really. It's not love bombing. Yeah. Yeah. Some people just put out all of that at the beginning to like get you sucked into all of this and then they just start taking less and less mm. away. I don't oh, think that that's was, what love bombing you know, is. Is it not love bombing? Like they just tell so. you what you want to hear I and like all that I, stuff? I think love bombing is usually, is it, it comes from a place of guilt. Yeah, so, like guilt. you cheat yeah. on them and Whoa. then like let's wrong. say Whoa, I cheat on you. love bombing I know. Wait, yeah. wait, wait. Okay, I'll cheat on you, Whoa, right? But that. then all of a Ariel, sudden. Ariel, you just put my hair back. I would never. Ariel, you just put your water bottle next to me Hypothetical. If I cheated on you. Then I would buy you all the things that you like, flowers, that's roses. Love that's bombing. love bombing, right? That's love bombing. Oh my! Oh. Period. Back me up. Back me up. Back me up. Rizida, come on, Timmy, Timmy, Timmy. I've never heard that version though. Yeah. Interesting. Ooh, but now I'm gonna think sus activity. If if someone's gonna be like giving me all these things, I'm like, what'd you do? Yeah, because usually it comes out of nowhere, and you're like, why is this person like mm. now so nice? Yeah, that's so sus activity. Like, that's weird. Yeah. Versus like, cause the the love bombing you're talking about, it's like, oh, they do so much for you at the very beginning, mm-hmm. right? And then they stop, right? Which mm-hmm. I feel like is standard for yeah. most relationships because you know you give them the best version of yourself you try to put 
you know yourself out there give them gifts yeah. you know, tell them that you like them all these things kind of like warm them up and then eventually you know everyone has their down days and yeah they don't do that as much i mean that happens i feel like for most relationships yeah, yeah. i think that's why my guard was so up when i got into my relationship with adrian mm. because i experienced that and so i was just Love really on. like I was really just like, mm, Wait, this is going to die out one day. Oh, okay. It's going to die out. Oh. oh, the the one you were describing. Okay, my love bombing. Yeah. Okay. So I was like, mm, this is going to die out one day. But it didn't. So, you know, I'm still princess. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm so, yeah. Don't let the romance die. Okay, okay. Yeah. Now, now that we're talking about, like, initial parts of the relationship, mm-hmm. right? For, for both of you guys, when you guys, from the past relationships, what do you feel like now you could discern if it's going to be a good relationship or not. Because you guys are both in relationships now. What's mm-hmm. the difference between all the things that you looked for back then that doesn't really apply for relationships now? Mm-hmm. from then and now? Yeah, because you said the reason why you have this idea of love bombing with Adrian, like why it would fade away, was because your prior experiences, right? Mm-hmm. So that's not something that you're really looking for. You're like, oh, it might not even be like that. Like, are you asking how you know it's going to last? Not so much, but like how you know things are not really it's it's more i wouldn't say it's like a front but like let's say the love bombing situation with ariel right mm-hmm. in past relationships she's had someone who showed her mm-hmm. all that you know showed her that she was like the world to this person did a lot of like nice gestures and then it faded off mm-hmm. and so now she doesn't put too much weight on it and it was nice because she actually expected the opposite right she expected it to go away mm-hmm. like it's not gonna last but then it continued which showed her that, hey, this is different, mm-hmm. right? Like in both of your cases, was there something that you looked for back then in prior relationships that no longer really serve your current relationships or you've changed your mind about it? I don't know. I can't even think of one. I know. I can't even think of one. I think the only thing I think of is like my reaction to things and the amount of growth that I felt over like similar situations, I guess. Mm. Because I feel like I wasn't love bombed or anything, or I don't think I was. Mm. Hopefully I wasn't. I don't know. I don't think I was love bombed or anything, but I feel like now that I'm older, like things like hit different. Yeah. I was thinking that I'm not as reactive as I used to be. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe because I just realized like people are also human and they got like Mm -hmm. busy lives and like it's not that big a deal. Like for example, like my boyfriend doesn't text back fast. Like Mm. he's just really bad. And I, I remember I was telling to my, my girlfriends about this and they were like, you don't text back fast. And I was like, <laughs> oh, you're right. Yeah, because like other partners that I've had, it's just like they, they text me back like immediately. So that mm. was weird not getting it from my boyfriend. But then I realized like he, he also does like freelance stuff. Like he's really busy. He's also a human. Like mm. I'm also bad at responding. So how am I going to keep someone else accountable if like I'm not? So I feel like that's also goes to the point of like the growth. Do you so. get into your head a lot less now that you guys have been together no. longer? I'm always in my head. I'm always <laughs> in my head, no matter who you are. I don't care if you're my friend. I just met you or whatever. I'm an overthinker. I'm always in my head. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I just feel like I, I, go to, I go to Peggy a lot. Peggy and I have known each other since we were five. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like she knows me in and out. <laughs> She'll tell me the fucking truth. Okay. Peggy's all, That's she's I feel like, like this. Yeah. She gets like the real deal. So I feel like there's people who I trust. Like even Ariel. Like Ariel gets my life. She understands like when we've met, like she understands my love life. Like. I trust people to also give me opinions about like what I'm thinking to help me filter out my thoughts. Dude, you've been there for me for like two exes, like three relationships now. Yeah. Fuck them hoes. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Relationships now. Once you're an ex, you're an ex. (laughs) I'm just kidding. You know, some people are just like friends with their ex. I'm like, how? Like, tell me. Can you do that? Well, see, that's the thing though, right? Like 
it's all theoretical because I'm not friends with any of my exes. Yeah. So I can't say I, I like I would like to. Yeah. But I don't think it's possible. Same. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I would like to, but I don't think actually, it's possible. No. <laughs> like I've actually tried yeah. to. So there was like an ex that I tried to reconnect with, and we haven't been in a relationship for like seven, eight years. It's been a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we'll see each other time from time. And then, uh, you know, one time she tried to talk to me and it just wasn't like the right time to talk to me because I was with someone else. So uh, I felt like I kind of gave her the cold shoulder and I felt bad because I, you know, I I was respecting the person that I was talking to at the time. So I didn't need to like disrespect her, I guess. I don't know if I really was, but I was more like, oh yeah, like, sorry, don't (laughs) talk to me. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And then after I stopped talking to the person, I was like, oh, you know, I was being kind of a dick. Like, let me reach out and say, like, hey, sorry, I didn't mean to. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I didn't mean to. That's really kind. Yeah. You think so? Yeah. Why? I, what I, was I, the response? Very mature. Uh, I mean, it was it was fine response. I, oh. I think I was uh, I was just like, like, hey, you know, I'm sorry that I acted like this. I was just trying to respect the person that I was seeing. I didn't mean to, like, mm. ignore you, give you a cold shoulder. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, I understand. I actually didn't know she was there, blah, blah, blah. And then, uh, then we caught up a little bit, right? I was like, "Oh, I hope you're doing well," and she's like, "I hope you're doing well That's too." Nice. I'm really glad, you know, to see you and the person that you become, you know, because Whoa. we dated for like ten years, so there was a lot of development, Whoa. you know, in that. That's nice. Yeah, and a lot of baggage too, as you can imagine, right? Yeah. So <laughs> eventually, we got into the talks of like, "Oh, we should catch up one day," you know, and then, uh, yeah. Who said that? I forgot. I think it might be me. I think it might have been me. But she was like, oh, let me so treat you out. So or let me pay for your dinner or Who something like that. Who said that? You said that? She said that. And wow. then I said. So mature. Yeah. So mu- nah, she's trying to flex. She's like, I got this. <laughs> I mean, sweetie. she probably makes more money than I do. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, eventually, it was funny because it was, eventually, I think it was like the week before we were supposed to hang out. She was like, hey, I don't think it's a good idea if we hang out. Oh, because, she said that? Yeah. Okay. And sure. she said, because I've been working a lot on my mental health and I feel like I'm in a good place mature. now. Oh, I'm mature. Sorry. Yeah, very, very. Yeah. And she was like, I feel like this would set me back if I do. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Communication. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I love everything about this. That's still yeah. very mature. Both this of This is oh, great. So still, that's still... Not God. me cheering this on. I was out here just putting up middle fingers a second ago. Like, <laughs> Fuck them hoes. Fuck them hoes. Roll um, the back. Roll the back. I like that didn't happen again. I'm here for maturity. That's oh, crazy. Okay, so you dated her for 10 years. You didn't see her for seven or eight after? We we would see each other periodically, like like once every other year or something like that, mm-hmm. because we have some mutuals. What but. did you say to her after she said it might set me back? So I we, said, ooh. oh, I understand like uh, mental health first, you know, so don't even worry about it. And that's you are it. a good template. You know, just I'm going to copy and paste you into AI and I'm going to make you into a boyfriend for somebody. Yeah, I think it takes time, though. You, mm-hmm. you guys think you'd never be friends with your exes? Uh, I think it it depends on the situation because, mm. I don't know, like friendly or friends. Either one. I would be friendly. Mm. I'm just out of my character to really be like, it's a personality of just me to be like, fuck you, whatever, yeah, right yeah. on camera. Yeah. But like in real life, I'd just be like, I wouldn't give you the time of day. I'd just be like, what's up? Like, yeah. Mm. But I feel like I'd also, you do me dirty, I'm also just not going to be fucking nice. Like, yeah. I'm just going to be like, yeah. yeah. Like, if we, like, I won't go out of my way to say hi, but, like, I don't know if we bumped each other on the shoulder and I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, it's you. And I'd mm-hmm. be like, okay, bye. Mm. That's it. Like, nothing crazy. Yeah. That's what I meant by, like, it depends on the situation. Have yeah. you guys had any amicable, like, breakups? No. Oh, no, really. We cut ties. I just feel like it's good also, like, 
like your ex-girlfriend said, I feel like it's good for mm-hmm. your mental health to just separate what was and what you can move on to. Mm, a lot of my things from, I feel like from my last episode was like a lot of growth. Mm. And I feel mm-hmm. like I advocate a lot for it. And it's also hard for me to like keep growing and like doing all that because I feel like I hesitate and like stop a lot. But like it's a lot of growth that you need. So I don't know. I just feel like right now we don't if if I were to run into them, I don't know if I'd be in the place to, to be their friend and hang out, mm. you know. And also I feel like it wouldn't be respectful to my partner either mm. unless that's a conversation I want to have. And then we can figure it out from there. But like. Nah, we separated for a reason. Let's just like cut it, you know? Mm -hmm. At least that's my perspective. I'm Mm -hmm. like that too, but the forgiving part of me wants to be like, we can all be friends, but I don't know. That's just me, but then I'm more like that. Then what are you going to do when you guys hang out? No, I'm not going to hang out with them. Yeah, what I'm saying, that's what I'm (laughs) saying. Okay, 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 (laughs) okay. No, I'm not going to. But like, what are you going to do? You're going to see them and be like, oh my God, we should. uh, Mm, uh, What do do you do? Just go go and get coffee. Uh Then what are we going to talk about? My new boy, like my new boyfriend. I'm not gonna do I don't want to tell way. you about that. Mm. And also, I have this thing of just like, I want to give you access to my life after a certain point. Mm. Like you, if you want to search out for it, go for it. But like, I'm not gonna give you clear access. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. And I don't think that it's like immature that you can't hang out with them. I think immature would be thinking that you can, but knowing that you can't. Mm. I think that would be being being yeah. immature so you know, would, or knowing that you shouldn't you're saying that they're going out of their way to hang out with them knowing that they shouldn't yeah like definitely. you know that like this is mm-hmm. it's not gonna be mm-hmm. just friends or you know it's not gonna be a good situation if you guys talk or it's like yeah disrespectful or it's not good for your mental health your, yeah or yeah. Your but you do it anyways mm, you know because yeah. i know some people do that yeah. and i think that's the mature part it's like understanding mm-hmm. where your boundaries lie a lot of open communication mm-hmm. also respect the boundaries of your friends yes. too because like there's a thing where it's like I have some friends who are currently single and they've recently broke up with their partner and I personally still follow them on social. Mm. I just want to see what they're up to. And I did though had to ask my friend like I saw your ex post this and I was like fuck I hate her blah 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 like all this stuff and but just like as a joking tone and then I was like wait hold on is this prohibiting you from your growth like should mm. I are, are these like barriers I should be putting up like I should be telling you this and she was like nah it's fine we were like fuck that bitch I just uh-huh. get it but we were just like okay but now I know that like if we want to know like I, I just know not to bring it up or whatever mm. yeah cause that's something for me too it's like if I want to know something um, I'll reach out and like look out for the info or something like that yeah. or like if I still have friends who like want to tell me info I like that they ask me do you want to know this it's that's just, great. They just want to kiki with me, and mm-hmm. I like that they respect that. But if you ask me, do I want to know? I'm going to want to know. Yeah, but, <laughs> so, but you gave really? the consent. You gave <laughs> the consent. You can also be like, nah. I just mean in general. If you're going to ask me, like, hey, did you want to know what blah, blah, blah? You're going to say yes. Now I need to know. But Not what? talking about the ex thing, but just in overall oh in yeah oh yeah if it's yeah. about anything, I'm like, always. <laughs> Tell me. But yeah, if it's, it's about, like, you. an ex yeah. or whatever, it never really comes up. But I'm just saying, like, if it did, like, I feel like... I just tell them, like, I don't care. Like, I just feel... Like, it depends on the situation. Yeah. Like, is he rotting in hell right now? Tell me. Tell me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, because it is, uh, it is a weird thing when it comes to your friends, right? Because mm-hmm. I've... Like, after my relationships, my friends typically, like, they'll report back to me without me asking. I, I'm not asking for any info yeah. on my... And do you get bothered by that? I only get bothered because my friends feel like it's necessary to trash my ex or or their new significant other no no. so that's the thing like i don't really 
I'm not the kind of person where I'm like, oh, I hope she does fucking terrible. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, like I don't need that's to know. Me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, like, but in front my, of people, that's kind of like, that's only, I feel like you know, like, kiki like that with your your friend, but like in a joking tone. Like if you yeah. actually mean it, then like hold up. Yeah, like I, I get what they're trying story. to do because they'll be like, oh yeah, she's dating like this ugly ass dude. Like fuck that guy, blah, blah. I'm like, I don't really care who she's dating. Yeah. He could be good looking, he could be rich, he could be poor. It doesn't matter to me. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, but they're doing it because they're trying to be like a homie, right? Yeah. Like, oh yeah, see, you came out on top. Like don't worry about that. You oh, know? Well, well, I feel uncomfy hearing this too because I feel like that's weird. I yeah. feel like that's a sus activity. You don't need to be doing that. No, but it does happen a lot though. I mean, you, yeah. you hear about it. Even, even when we say like, oh fuck that bitch or fuck that guy you mm-hmm. know i feel like i do it a lot in a joking tone though yeah, yeah. so that's why i'm just like but if they're being serious it makes me cringe i'm like mm-hmm. i'm like frozen right now like, yeah i'm just like dude who cares because then what if they're thinking the same shit about me you know what i mean yeah. like yeah i don't want that like i'd rather not hear about it yeah mm-hmm. i'm yeah me too i'm better off not knowing mm-hmm. i don't really care to know i don't need to know yeah ignorance so. is bliss you don't need to know yeah and it also keeps yet. you from moving forward yeah i'm doing my own it's thing all about now. growth yeah mm-hmm. like why do you care about what they're doing when you're yeah. doing well on yourself like you want to the, uh, what, what is that saying like you should the grass is greener on the other side but you should also water your grass like your own grass mm-hmm. like water water your own lawn like you don't got to worry about nobody else's like mm-hmm. just take care of you and your life like they're insignificant to what's happening with you just like feel like let them do their own thing let them go on their own timeline you can go on your own timeline mm-hmm. okay yeah. so i kind of want to talk to you guys about this okay so uh you know we talked about like age mm-hmm. right and obviously at a certain point people are like oh you're aren't you too old to be doing this or that or hanging out with people too young no. you know things like that never mm-hmm. I, yeah. I think getting to you know the age i am now i'm just like it doesn't really matter it you doesn't know what I mean? but i've definitely seen people talk about like oh why is this guy who's in like his 30s hanging out with people who are in their 20s or 40s in their 20s you know and mm-hmm. so the age gap would be like 10 20 years within a friend group Mm. and uh it's funny because i actually just read this book that i finished today it's called tuesdays with maury but basically the story is about a professor who had a a lot of students that he was close with and one student in particular who when he graduated he was super close with and he said he would visit him every year and he didn't for a while and when he decided to visit him the professor was getting really, really old and he had ALS, so he was, you know, basically going to die. Right? And obviously there's age gap because he was a student, and he was a professor. And so he spent Tuesdays with Maury. He spent Tuesdays with them. How and every cute. Tuesday they would go through over life lessons, right? <laughs> Whether it's about family, it. relationships, mm-hmm. love, marriage, mm-hmm. things like that. And you know, uh like they they became like really, really good friends. Mm. And it's weird because now it seems like taboo more so. I feel like it's more taboo to have like older friends now with the youth than it was before. I think age has always been kind of like a touchy subject. You know, like Mm -hmm. even you said like, oh, that's like you're kind of old. You know, like what are you doing? I feel like that's more of a thing now because the youth doesn't really... They're not. They're not as sociable, right? They're not gonna go out and talk to like these old people and make friends and yeah. you know. It's like I rather just DM people on the phone, right? And Facts. guess who's probably not gonna be on these apps like older people. And I, I just thought about that because, you know, I, I've, I grew up hanging out with people older than me, like significantly, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. 10, 20 years older, yeah. you know. And I hang out with my little brother a lot. One of my little brothers, he's like, eighteen now or seventeen, seventeen, eighteen, and he's hung out with me since he was like. 10 years old like i take him hang out with my friends and stuff like we'll go skateboard we'll go get food and stuff like that and 
That's sweet. Yeah. And it's awesome because I see him growing up now and he could speak amongst adults. Yeah. Because he has like this confidence Mm. that like he belongs, you know, and he doesn't see anyone as like, oh, aren't you kind of old? He he sees them like, okay, I have a lot to learn from you. I don't think we should see it that way or like anyone Mm. should see it that way. Like, oh, you're too old or you're too young. Mm. I think that like life is just such a. I don't know. The world is so big. I think we just need to be very welcoming and understanding of other people, like regardless of their age or culture. Mm. Yeah, I don't feel like I ever, I don't know. Have I said like you're too old to hang out with us like type of thing? Like I just feel, or if it's like my mom, I'm just like, what are you doing here at the club with us? Mm. My mom just loves to dance. You know what I mean? (laughs) We've never gone to the club, but I'm just saying like, I don't know. I don't know if I would tell my mom that or like, I don't know. I don't know. Or maybe sometimes I'm telling me and my friends are like, are we too old to be doing this right now? Mm. But if we enjoy it. That I like, get. Yeah. <laughs> like, us going to Disney all the time. Are we too old to be Fuck this? We're Disney adults. <laughs> yeah, I just want to be a Disney adult. Like, I want to do these. I still like going on the kid ride. Like, yeah. that's just like the inner, inner kid in me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't think I'll tell someone that you're too old to do this or too young to do this. Unless it's like my little sister. Like, it's inappropriate. I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Mm. But I don't know. I just feel like do whatever you want to do. Yeah. Unless call me out. Am I really telling people anything? Peggy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're like, this I bitch talks about. I'm just kidding. The only time it's weird if it's like a 40-year-old with like 13-year-old girls. That's okay, the yeah, only like, time. That's, mm-hmm. that's the like, that's only time. Like specifically, they only hang out weird. there. Yeah, that is. What are your yeah. intentions, But if you're like sir? 40, hanging out with people who are like 20, and you're all into the same. Yeah gaming yeah something. i don't know you know what i mean like i feel like that's normal like the little rc racing i don't know why that came into my head you know those little cars mm-hmm. those uh hobby car things and you no. just race the little cars. oh yeah that's i feel like what if it's like that yeah yeah maybe what if it's like that if that's that's fine but if your intentions mm. are dad <laughs> like for a little girl i'm just like the epstein shit like then oh, that's yeah. weird that's it's similar weird. interests for fun things yeah. other than you know the thing she just did then i feel like it's fine <laughs> yeah like it should be predatory i grew up with like a huge family mm-hmm. so there's everyone of different ages like there's probably like just just around 200 on my mom's side that's oh, just my God. mom's side on my dad's side it's oh like God. probably like 100 150 jesus christ yeah. I feel like also it's like telling someone like, are you too old to wear that? Or like, yeah. I tell oh. myself that like, like right now I'm more like my boobs are out. I have like, a, like my, second. I don't know, crop top showing. I'm like, am, is it too? No. I'm like, the I second know. question <laughs> is, are you pulling it off? If it's a yes, then it's fine. Yeah. Like there's this influencer I follow on Instagram. She, her, her, basically she wears things that like, I think, she, yeah, she's 50. I'll tell you why. Like, I know that. And then she, <laughs> like, she wears, like, maybe, like, she'll wear this outfit. And her phrase would be, like, do we fuck, the, do we fuck with this at 50? Mm. I'm like, oh, I like that. Because, like. That's cute. But she can rock it. Like, and I she like can that rock type it, of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I feel like now that I'm getting older, I'm like, damn, maybe I shouldn't be wearing these crop tops. Or maybe I shouldn't. Just because I feel like I want to wear comfy clothes. Like, you just get into that, mm. that life. Like, before I would just buy uncomfortable shit. Mm-hmm. But I would like how it looked and then now I'm just like it needs to have like comfort and yeah. be cute mm. yeah and so and it's nice talking to my mom about all this because she's like you got that body from me I'm like okay <laughs> mother she's like enjoy, she's like enjoy it right now and I'm like okay I will thanks and so that's why I feel like I don't know maybe when I'm older and I still want to wear these types of things I won't be too hard on myself mm. because mm. 
I like fashion. I like expressing myself through my clothes. And so mm-hmm. I think that's fine. Because even my mom, too, like, she was very insecure about wearing, like, a two-piece bikini after she gave birth to me and my sister. Mm. And then one day she kind of, she went, to, I forgot what trip she went to. It was, like, somewhere, um, like, by the, I don't know, just tropical. That's what I'm trying to say. She went somewhere tropical. And she only sent it to me and my sister via text. And she was wearing this two-piece bikini. She felt very confident. Cute. She wanted to take an Instagram-style pic, is what she said. Wow. She's lying on a boat with her hands up and her, her legs crossed. And she's in this two-piece bikini. And she was like, I just wanted to be like you guys. And I'm like, wow, I was like go cute. off, Mom. You're such a baddie. You know? Like, <laughs> that's cute. That's what I feel like. I think when I'm older, I'm going to be like that. Yeah. But I don't want to lose my confidence because I feel like yeah. that's what makes me me, mm-hmm. especially with my clothes. You know, as adults, you, you feel like... The older you get, the more secure you're supposed to be. But I think, you know, it, everyone has insecurities mm-hmm. to a certain degree. Yeah. No matter how old you get, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. I've always been very insecure. Oh, really? Yeah. You told me that. I was very surprised. I was oh. like, really? And I think that deters a lot of people from doing what they want to do because they're worried about what people think. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, whether it's like, like, I, this is one thing I love seeing when I do see it. It's like when I go to like a, a club or a bar or something like that and I see like this old grandpa dude who's just like dancing by himself getting Cute. down I love that I'm yeah. just like dude fucking cares man just you're yeah. enjoying is yourself is that gonna be you is that what you're I think so is that you're hoping so. it is I think so yeah I, yeah, I don't want let I don't, it be yeah because like people are gonna judge you no matter what right? yeah, yeah that's true I think you that shouldn't stop you from living your life like, yeah. I remember yeah. when I was like I think I was like 23 years something like that and this one girl who's actually now my, one of my friends I had just met her. I think she was like 19. She was like at a party and she was like, damn, you're, she was like, oh, you're 23. Aren't you too old to be out? <gasps> like partying or something? Yeah, at 19. But you know, the kids, like, how you, dare you? When you're younger, you don't know. You know what I mean? And I was like, you're not even old enough to be here. You're not even supposed to be drinking. <laughs> That's you know? true. Like, <laughs> yeah. But it's like oh, yeah. things like that. You know, like back then when I was 23, I was like, damn, am I really that old? Should I be staying in now <laughs> at 23 years old? You yeah. know? And you start no. to question things. Yeah. Oh, God. But I mean, now obviously I know better. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, as you get just older, you're learning like, all these things. Yeah. Like trying new things. Like there's lots of things. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, are you going to switch careers? You know, are you, are you too old to switch careers? Definitely not. Yeah. Definitely yeah. not. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's a mindset like yeah. you have to have because I feel like even people our parents' age has probably had the same job for like mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. yeah. You know? Everyone has their own journey. Yeah. You can't compare yourself. I know, which is hard to do. So hard. But, like, you <laughs> just got to stay in your lane and just not compare. Mm-hmm. It's very hard to do, but, like, especially in the world of social, but, like, try to stay in, try to stay in your own lane. Yeah. And, like, just have your own timeline and just mm-hmm. make decisions. Like, I know it could be really hard to, like, hear factors or, like, outside factors, but, like, stay in your lane. Mm-hmm. You will be happier that way. Mm-hmm. There was a, actually something I wanted to talk to you guys about. Well, Sammy, I know for sure, but, mm-hmm. uh, Errol, have you ever traveled to see someone because you know in sammy's case she traveled to see her mm. grandpa mm-hmm. and he he was sick you know yeah. have you ever traveled for that reason for someone being sick mm-hmm. like a family member someone that's like close to you most of my family is here mm-hmm. okay. in like la san francisco so they're all kind of local yeah yeah you i do family in san francisco mm-hmm. that's nice daily city that's mm-hmm. like filipino central out there yes. that's yeah Cerritos, though? I didn't know yeah. about Cerritos or Torrance. Uh-huh. Really? Did you know that? You didn't know that? Yeah. yeah. I know, Cerritos. Cerritos. I know, you know Torrance, but yeah. yeah. Well, anyways, the reason why I bring that up is because I read that book, you know, Tuesday with Maury. Yeah. And, you know, he went to go visit his professor later on. And a lot of the book is really about their, uh, the fact that life is short. 
Yeah. And, you know, yes. you have to travel to see your yes. loved ones. And sometimes yes. life gets in the way of you seeing them. You yeah. Know? Especially distance. Yeah. Right. And I've done something similar. Like I've traveled to see my grandma who was in Vietnam. Yeah. She used to live over here. But when she was getting older, she was like, if I want to die, let me die in Vietnam. So she Aww. moved back. And then I would see her. And then, you know, obviously, you know, old age, she slowly started getting sick and more weak, you mm -hmm. know. And then you just think about, like, people's, like, mortality, right? Like, yeah. you think they're always going to be around. Yeah. Ooh, and, and then when they're not, that hits different. Yeah. yeah. Were you shocked to see her from before she got sick? And then you visited her, and then all of a sudden you just saw her the way she was? Yeah. I mean, it was, uh, it was a very drastic change. You know, yeah. she was, to me, it's funny, because my... <laughs> My grandma, as long as I've known her in my lifetime, she's always looked the same. Mm -hmm. But not like the best way. No offense to my grandma, but <laughs> she was just always always looked old. Like yeah. since I yeah. since I was a kid, yeah. she's, she's looked grandma. old for like thirty years. You yeah, know, that's grandma. <laughs> yeah, that's grandma. And then, uh, but she's always been very strong and tough, and like just whatever she wants to do, she she does it right. So she has energy. She's me. very youthful and energy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? And when I saw her again in Vietnam, she, like, could barely walk. And then eventually she couldn't even talk. You know, she was yeah. just, she would sit there and just. Oh, probably, like, dementia. Just waiting for time to pass by. Mm. Probably a lot of things, you know. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing that was the biggest shock to me. And, you know, I think where I am in life now, I think about that a lot. Mm. Like, I think about how short life is. Yeah. And how much time you have to spend, like people and mm. like how wisely you have to pick your time yeah and you know like because you had that with your grandpa and you said you're actually close to him yeah so i, I can imagine you probably oh yeah felt. i'm in even in my it's funny thinking about all this because like i vlog my life now and i mm -hmm. just show things and i really don't do things for show like i like doing things for the plot like i say but mm -hmm. like real like i real emotions will come out like i don't know if you watch my vlog but like the moment i saw my grandma mm. i just cried I just mm. cried i was so happy even with my grandpa i just cried just so happy i just feel like i wish i learned that to prioritize like these moments in life when i was younger mm. i feel like i was so prioritized on like school oh, yeah. and work and like yeah that's important mm -hmm. to me like i should graduate college like i should get an established job but like i remember that it's so silly but like i will never forget that i miss this family trip with my mom, my stepdad, mm. the, his three kids, and my sister. Mm. And I decided to freaking work at the movie theater that weekend because I, didn't, I was too scared to ask for it off. Mm. That's so stupid. And now I think about <laughs> it. And they had this cute family photo uh, in freaking on those like tubes when you're river rafting. And I'm like, mm. I'm not <laughs> in it. And like, those are just memories that they all talk about. And they're like, oh, that's the one you didn't go to. And I'm like, oh, I yeah. don't want to miss out on these memories. And so... That's why I feel like I wish I had this mentality when I was younger. And now mm. that I'm older, I'm like, yeah, I prioritize these things. Like, for example, Peggy, me, Nathan, we're going to Japan. Mm. And I'm, I was like, like, now that I can take time off, like, I'm just going to go for it. Like, I used to be just so scared. Like, I, I try to plan things out, like, months in advance when it comes to international trips. But, for example, that Philippines trip, it happened so quick. My grandpa just had a heart attack. And then I had to leave maybe, I think it was, like, a month and a half later. And I don't typically plan my life like that. But mm. then why do I have to, like, I wasn't supposed to plan that, like, my grandpa had a hard deck and I had to yeah. leave a month and a half later. So I just cherish all these moments. Mm -hmm. I do it for the plot. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I do fun things for the plot. But, yeah. like, I like having these memories in these moments. Mm. Yeah. Or, like, when my niece was born, the moment she was born, I booked the flight. 
I don't even care how much it was. It was like $400 Southwest. And I love you guys. I just freaking love Southwest. But why was it $400? I do love Southwest. And then why was the plane delayed for the entire fucking day? Is that why you were only there for like a few hours? I was, no, I was there for the whole week, but I was at the airport for like seven hours waiting for the next plane. And my sister, I literally, she called me 6 a.m. She's like, wakey, wakey. And I was like, it's time, the baby. And I'm like looking on Southwest and then I'm like booking it. Literally five minutes later, my my brother-in-law calls me and was like, yeah, she's going to push right now. And I'm like, no, no, (laughs) tell her to hold it. (laughs) And the next, I just get like a text message of my sister like, eh baby and there's a shit like <laughs> I'm like all right here Thank we you. go but I really wanted to be there like those are the moments like yeah. I don't want to miss and I just mm. prioritize that time because like it was a work day it was like a Monday and I just like worked from the airport and it was very nice that my my That's team nice. was very supportive yeah. and they were like yeah just stay in Arizona all week whatever come back to work next week I'm like great mm. and those are moments I don't want to miss mm. yeah good stuff no that's yeah. good I'm glad yeah I feel like it takes some of us time to like feel like that. Yeah, know? I didn't get that YOLO mentality until like later. Yeah. Because I just was like, I think my sister is just uh, an impactful person in my life to be like, it's not going to matter later on. Like, what if they fire you, then like they weren't the right job for you. Mm-hmm. Like you want someone who also fits your lifestyle. And if I want to travel somewhere, let me travel somewhere or else I'm going to hate you guys forever for yeah. stopping me from traveling. Mm-hmm. Or like if like a life moment happens, like, Recently, I almost got hit by a car and it was so close. I've never had have in my life. I was like on the phone with my sister and then this car just like comes at me and it's like pretty close. It's like from probably me to the wall, but like in your car that's coming pretty oh, quick. Damn. I just saw this blue car and I was like, <gasps> and my sister's like, what's going on? What's going on? And I was like, I need silence right now. Like I just didn't know how to process this. <laughs> you needed to process it. I was like, it. please. And then I just like <laughs> drive, drove away. But it's like, I don't want to have these, like, I don't want to have any regrets in life. And what if yeah. in that moment I was like, fuck, I didn't get to do blah, 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 blah. No. On my deathbed, I want to be like, I lived my full life, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do it. Do it all. Yeah. I think I kind of, because you said that you learned that later after mm-hmm. all those jobs. I think I kind of learned that earlier. Because mm. really? when I, yeah. That's when good. I was in um, high school and then. I lost my friend to a drive-by shooting. So we were at uh, Woodrow. I went to school in um, Wilson at Long Beach. And so, yeah, I mean, it's Long Beach. But we it wasn't even a guy that went to our school. It was our homecoming game. And I was actually supposed to meet up with her. Because I always get picked up. Like, we always wait for our parents together. It was after the homecoming game. I was trying to meet up with her during the game, but I ended up going with other people. And she sat where I always get picked up. We always get picked up there. Or usually at the front, but, like, on Seaside. um, Just, like, the street. And then... I was supposed to meet up with her, but my friends were like, ooh, we're getting in and out And I was like, ooh, I'm kind of hungry. My fat ass. That saved me. in and out saved me that night mm. because there was a drive-by shooting. Some guy just, like, flashed his gun from the baby's gang. I forgot. One of the gangs. And another guy got intimidated, and then he just drove by and shot at the open crowd after the game. Wow. And so, I, yeah, we were pretty close. Like, you know how, like... In high school, you have different best friends because you're still trying to figure out yourself. Mm. At that moment, she was my best friend. So, yeah, I learned that. And then in college, I lost my cousin to suicide. And then so I learned all of that like pretty young. So I think that's why I always I always stay busy. I try to like jam pack my schedule because I just I don't I don't know. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. That was <laughs> yeah. probably really hard to do. Kind of was, but it's okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm really sorry that you went through those things. I feel like I've 
never gone through those things, but I feel like I can only imagine and yeah. I can just feel your energy of just like how much they meant to you. And so yeah. oh, it was crazy too. Cause like our school had that a whole, someone. yeah, our school had like a whole, like, Oh, if you've been impacted, let's do a whole like little, they just spent a lot of time to try. Session? Yeah. Counseling sessions. They moved That's everyone good. to like mm. a huge ass ballroom. I don't know. It was it was kind of cool that they spent time on us and just like reflected on like how does this change the students these yeah. juniors in high school. That's good. In senior year, I was late every single day because I was just so I don't know. And then the principal knew me, and he knew I was late every single day. He's like Ariel again. I racked up like twenty five tardy slips, oh but God. I never got in trouble. They were mm. nice. <laughs> They're considerate. Yeah, yeah, they were very considerate. Yeah. But I feel like those life events definitely would change you. Yeah. Yeah. Like if I were to lose someone as significant as these people were to you, I think it would have changed my life sooner. Yeah. Like I haven't really lost anyone very close to me like that. And I feel like if I did, it would really change my, my whole brain chemistry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think so. that's why I always, always try to stay busy and just... If I want to, if I have any free time, I'll try to hit up someone I haven't seen in a long time mm. and try to make time you for them. You are good at keeping up with people. I, I try. I admire that about a lot of people. I try. You guys are far and I try to hang out with you guys as much as I can. I know. Even last weekend you were like, I don't see my girls often. Yeah. Like, let's just hang out all day. And I was like, I love a good hang. It's been like three days this week. And I'm not regretting it. <laughs> we're going it. out tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, I see you yeah. in a different way. Like, in a good way. <laughs> but now I just know, like, this backstory of you. Yeah. Okay, so speed round. We're going to ask them. Um, if it's either a Taylor Swift song or a Bath and Body scent. Mm. Okay. Okay, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. Everyone, we can guess together. A Thousand Wishes. Taylor Swift or Bath and Body? Bath and Body. Bath and Body? <laughs> you are correct. Oh. Yeah. High five, high five, high five, high five. Yes, sir. I think okay. we can get this. I know, right? That one's a good one because... What? That one, that, that, song? that okay. could have been a song. Fake Swifty. That could have <laughs> been a song. I'm ready, okay, next I'm ready, one. I'm ready. Midnight Snow. Taylor Swift, Bath and Body. Bath and Body. Correct. Okay. You guys are on a good street. My new trick, if you can think of the scent, it's probably a Bath Mm. and Body. Okay. Okay, let's see if I'm right. Okay. Lavender Haze. Taylor Swift. Bath and Body. I feel like that has to be Bath and, bath and Body, body. Right? But I feel like that's what they want you Yeah, to. It's, not, it's, it's the third in a row. Well, two, I wouldn't know either. So you, you guys have to have a consensus on the... Uh, on bath the and Body. Bath and Body. Bath and Body. Okay, Bath and Body. Incorrect. No! Taylor Swift. Oh, Lavender yeah. Haze. Ooh, what a terrible okay. title. Next one. Paris. Taylor Swift or Bath and Body? Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Okay. Incorrect. What? She doesn't have a song called Paris. Bath and Body. Haze, but you don't Paris. have Paris. What is what does what does Paris what would, smell like? Croissant. Croissant. My little croissant. I think you it would. What would it? What would the actual said? What do you think it'll smell like? Paris. Has anyone been to Paris? Either one lattes? of you. Lattes. Ooh, lattes. What I don't think they make a coffee scent though. I don't know. Interesting. I have no idea. Okay, next into the night. Taylor Swift. Taylor Bath and Body. Swift. Like I oh, we got a celebrity answer. Taylor what is Swift? it? What do you okay. pick? What do you think? I feel think? like I would want to say Bath and Body. So therefore, I want to say Taylor Swift. Me. You guys Let's go to decide. the audience. Oh, I, don't, I didn't press it yet. Wait. You want to know, wait, huh? Wait, wait, okay, wait, we're going to go. Wait, wait, what's the title? What's the title? Into the Night. Peggy? 
Adrian? Taylor Swift. Vin? V- Vin? Vin was confident. Immediately, I was like, internet. He was like, Taylor Swift. I don't know. Will we go with celebrity between. answer here? What do you? Yeah. Let's, yeah. Okay, let's just, let's try it. He was very confident. I feel it. I wouldn't know. Right. I feel like it could be Taylor Swift. Incorrect! Oh. <sighs> is Bath and Body? Is Bath and Body. Oh kind of. Okay, next. Peace. Taylor Swift, Bath and Body. Uh, Bath and Body. Yeah, that's a two. Yeah, Taylor Swift, not singing about peace. Incorrect! Oh my God. <laughs> This is a good one. I just want to say thank you to our wonderful guests, Ariel and Sammy, for coming through. Thank, thank you. Let the audience know where they can find you. Wow. wow. Should we hold hands? Uh, hang out Actually, our ship name is. <laughs> <laughs> you go first. You go okay. First. Um, now you can find me at Sammy Burnaby. That's S-A-M-M-I-E, B-E-R-N-A-B-E. Yeah, I didn't stutter there. Because last time I was here, I was actually at Splendid Sammy, end of an era, a great one. And then I switched it when you guys started posting content. Sorry about that. But now she's branded. Sammy Burnaby, all platforms. TikTok, Instagram, Snapchat. I'm just kidding. I don't have Snapchat. You can find me at the Ariel Mermaid. T-H-E-A-R-I-E-L-M-E-R-M-A-I. Period. Come on, Spelling Bee. <laughs> I just want to say thank you for everyone who's made this far in the video. Make sure you like, subscribe, and comment below what you guys want us to talk about next. And remember, live, live fast, fast and eat ass. ass. Respectfully. Respectfully. <laughs>